I typically will sometimes hit record while people are talking, but okay, I wanted I, to like I give you both like, the heads up. Yeah, like, like I, almost, I almost came in on on the clam is the best natural filter you can have, and I was about yes. to be like, hey. Um, but yeah, I, I got my I got my beach skate behind me. We normally have a little like fireplace, and I was like, you know what? I'm feeling beachy today. Yeah, feeling like a real a real beach. Are you feeling so. bold? I'm feeling some <laughs> Canada Dry Bold, the potential sponsor of the Marvin's Room podcast, if they decide to do so. Tweet <laughs> at totally Canada had... Dry. Yes, I totally had a Canada Dry uh, slushy today when I went to Sonic because that's oh, what no. I decided I wanted when we got there. I didn't even know they had those. That's I nice. didn't either. And uh, the person who took my order didn't know that they could make it into a slushy, but she was like, I will make this happen. And she did, and it was amazing. That's tight. Uh, that's what I'm gonna have to switch to because, like, I used to always get the cherry lime slushies with Red Bull in them, and that's the jam. And I and they take it away and then bring it back with no rhyme or reason. Just and they just they live to hurt me. So I decided that I was just Toxic. gonna get. I do a lot of this Monster Ultra. It's ultra bad for you, and I ultra. <laughs> Um, but I was like, I'm gonna blend up some Pedialyte and a Monster Ultra and just go hang. That's legit. Good enough. That's legit. I've heard I, of people who will, will they'll blend like vodka and Pedialyte because they're just mm -hmm. like that way you're always breaking even. I, and I, exactly. like, <laughs> I, I used to. Um, so my dad is very white trash with very expensive tastes, which doesn't make any sense. So he would drink, you know, Kettle One, the most expensive fancy vodka, and we would oh, yeah. mix it with our Kool-Aid. So, like, <laughs> I, I've pretty much already been there. Like, red Kool-Aid and vodka is pretty solid. And, I mean, it's mostly water anyway, so. True. Yeah, that, that's what. A party. That's what little Patty Eaton and I have been drinking on the, the times when we were able to get together. Uh, what, one Kool -Aid? Close. He'd get gin, and he'd get um, the shitty Hawaiian punch equivalent that you can get at the gas station, yeah. and mix those together. That's, and I've drank with some Hawaiian punch. And uh, yes, yeah, I like that better than Kool Aid. Like, <laughs> yeah, fruit punch in general. It's just like you want to cover up anything. Oh yeah, fruit punch. Yeah. I was like, Pat, you got a little. And then last time he came over. Um, he had he had ocean spray raspberry crayon, and I was like, "Oh, you bougie now." Okay, yes, I had some you uh, money. You found money, boy. <laughs> found money He's on found the sidewalk money. in someone else's wallet. In someone's <laughs> juice. This is what oh. I'm concerned about. <laughs> I uh, I always The Departed is my favorite movie ever. So like, what do you got, you period? Um, and I feel like where's Patrick? <laughs> this is the the Sands Patrick show. Yeah. I know. Um, I keep. I keep. No. I keep wanting him to be on, but his phone is old and can't run oh, Zoom. Yeah. He doesn't have a computer, so I keep telling him to be like, "Dude, just tell your girlfriend to let you fucking use her laptop and shit." Because I guarantee you, she probably would. Okay. Um, you working when you need to delete pieces of this. It's so much easier to edit that way, though. It's so much easier to edit that way. I didn't like. This is a whole new world for me. Like, my my happy ADHD brain is like, I could do a project, and then I learn like 
two bits of information, realize it's way harder than I think it's going to be, and then bail on it for a different project. So that's where I'm like, I could do a podcast. And apparently I'm learning. You both know that I, I am one of these people where I will do shit the hard way until I finally get frustrated. <laughs> when yeah. Same, and then like I ask this. somebody for help. So for a lot of these podcasts, I've just been watching the whole thing and then cutting out. Oh, okay. Because either I'll drink a little too much sometimes, or I'll just forget. Like, there was one where I had a couple friends on, and we went for, like, three hours. Oh, no. And I was like, I guess I'm, so I, like, had it on in the background. I'm just, like, sitting at my computer with my Switch playing Animal Crossing. Then when I hear something messed up, I'm like, I am. <laughs> That's fair. Um, and this is a lot easier, because now I can, I can just mark the time, and then when I'm in my very advanced and futuristic editing software windows movie maker and that I was the best it's so easy i literally went on the wayback oh, machine like website Ooh, kitty. i've been watching your cat on the snapchat today she is the most she is she has more emotions and moods than most people these days where are you same i heard i've just you. been I... in this weird oh she's under my desk i don't have a pet Here's my owl bobblehead that is for autumn, but Wait, I keep him out all year. I have a cow on my desk. His name's Reginald, and I talk to him when I'm upset and or drunk. My, my desk is... My cow. This is just my coffee table. My cow. This is my mascot. I also have... I have to... We're, we're doing desk showing. Check this out. I also have an I elephant. In one of those... Um, have you ever been on a road trip and you get to... A gas station that um, is probably the most likely place you would be murdered. Oh yeah, oh, yes, 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 several of those, several times, yeah. Yeah, that's it's just kind of a part of not having enough money to fly is going yeah, to for horribly sure. scary. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. at station. like three a.m. too. I mean, I like, live next. I live across from one, man. Actually, that's it's over true. here if you're well, watching the. I've I've seen some some freaky ones in like the foothills of West Virginia, but this one is drink Wisconsinly from. Uh, <laughs> And it's a, a PBR glass that I got in a guest on a road trip. That's and, cool. like, David doesn't drink PBR, but he really likes the PBR aesthetic. Like, yeah. I don't know That's how we keep ending that. up with PBR things, but everything but the beer, I guess. I'm like trash and I'm Showing off random things on our desk. Yeah, I have this is this. just my coffee oh, table. Yeah. My desk is all kinds of, like, It's like a coin purse. It has some old pennies in it. I used to hang this from my car, like my rearview mirror. Mm -hmm. And then it's also got like a bunch of random Sailor Moon. Oh my gosh, why? I'm going to turn off this background. You guys can see my boring like, room. You got yeah. like Cthulhu trying to go back to his own dimension. Like, yeah. He's trying to eat my face. Don't okay. reveal my secrets. How do I? I don't even know how to do Cthulhu tried to eat my face sounds like a fanfic I accidentally stumbled across once. I'm trying to show you my toys. It is very cute. You know? It is adorable. Well, it's it's got like all the sailors that people forget are part of the group because they're not Sailor Moon or her best friends, and that's why it's my favorite because it's got the chibi sailor and the one who's not a kid but she looks like a kid, and so everybody's like, you think she's super annoying or super cute, and so I I bought this one instead of all of her friends because they they're the ones everybody forgets about. Yeah, they like. I love when people talk about like our ability to pack bond with anything. Where like. Yes. My fictional characters are not getting enough love and popularity, and somebody needs exactly. to pack these bitches up. Oh yeah, exactly. Hype up the C characters. That's like David and I. Um, I had seen I think the first three seasons. David had seen none of it. We restarted Orange Is the New Black. 
and it's fantastic oh. honestly it's great um oh. it really holds up so far anyway three seasons in um that's where i'm like damn i'm really feeling like the d-list here like i i named all my animals on stardew valley after the women in this prison oh yeah <laughs> sweet adorable no man people people don't give enough love to the side characters that's why i love community so much because yes. it's not just the main cast no, like the, the side characters in community are just as funny if not funnier yes than the oh, main yes. cast like like leonard the old guy who's just a fucking degenerate he's like yeah. 80 oh. years old and they're like shut up leonard i know about your crooked wang and just immediately yeah. just there's no such thing as bad press yeah, i mean like exactly. i love the dean like and dean pelton oh my god dude and just yes, yeah just in general like that we were talking recently about the fact like it it will turn a lot of people off but i can appreciate any kind of media that has like an unlikable main character whether yeah. that's a tv yes. show like you got your your piper and whatever freaking joel McHale's name is i've only watched piper. community a million times um, yeah you know what exactly but yeah like all these people where it's like i get that we're like we start the focus on this unlikable white person Yes. And I like when we move away from it for all the good. Like it makes yeah. a statement. It does. Or, and it's or in the case of Always Sunny, they're like five unlikable white people, and they do not change. But for some reason, it works for like fourteen years. And that <laughs> it does I, not get old. <laughs> but then you also have Cricket, and you have Ben the Soldier, yeah. and, and Artemis. Artemis. She's Queen, got a bleached yeah. asshole. There you go. We got Kill the him. snail. Oh my god, the yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, the bit characters are fantastic, and I think too, like, in one of my favorite shows of all time is Bojack Horseman, and most people can't get through, like, the first episode, or it, like, I think it's in the, the second or third episode where he's like, that was worse than 109-11s, and everyone's like, oh no, it's too irreverent, and he's mean, or I don't know, but really, like, when I finally get people watching, like, this is not a glamorizing thing, look at this horrible person and how much we, it's more like yeah. a cautionary tale you know exactly and i appreciate because if, if we don't put people who suck into our storytelling we don't know how to deal with people who suck in real life and it's boring and, yeah today boring. uh today is a new moon and new moons just like eat me alive i am nothing during one because i'm an astrology hoe but for real i mean the 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 moon is dark and so am i but mm -hmm. um so, so I was sad about mean people earlier, you know, it's what you do on a new moon, you get sad about mean people. Yeah, but, you know, it's like if, if you, I mean, that's how I think, especially people who don't have, like, great role models, like, TV, I know, Levi, you're like this too, Caitlin, I don't know the same, I also realize I can't call you Kate, I can only call you Caitlin, it won't come out of my mouth. Yeah. You can call me Kate. It says like my name. It says my name. I know. That's like it's I, like this mental block. I know it's weird. Yeah, We're, we don't work together anymore. It's fine, you guys. And even then, even then, well, it's weird because so I always know if I get an unknown number, who is calling me based on what they call, like um, based on who they refer me to. So if people call me Katie, then it's probably somebody that I went to high school with. If it's someone who calls me Caitlin, it it's probably like my family or someone that I first met in a professional setting and then it's the people who call me Kate that I'm like okay these are like the chill like these are the people that are my my friends or like and and I usually go by Kate these days um actually like my I'm afraid that when I have to do taxes next year everything's gonna get screwed because it says Kate 
on all of my HR paperwork because I mean, they just told me they were like, well, obviously Caitlin, like you can be called anything. Like my mom's name is Catherine, which actually fun fact, Kate and Caitlin is a derivative of that name. And so, and she goes by cat. Yeah, it is. It is actually. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, and they mean the same thing. And so my, it's my, it feels weird telling people that because then people are like, oh, your mom named you after herself. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, she freaking did because she had two babies under two before she graduated high school and then put her ass through college for seven years. So yeah, yeah, she did. It's fine. You know? So I don't mind. I love that crap. But exactly. So I'm like, my mom's a superhero. So don't you get mad because you haven't even met her and she was a teen mom with three amazing, like, my siblings are awesome, you know, never married my dad, because honestly, they would have killed each other, and everybody's so thrilled, but they never got married, Um, and then, like, and my step-parents have been around, like, just as long as I can remember my biological parents being around, so I get bonus parents for my whole life, or, well, their whole life, I don't know who's gonna die first at this point, but, you know, who knows, but anyways, yeah, so I'm, I'm just, like, I get, and I get bonus grandparents, and then, like, all my, all, everyone on my dad, dad's side of the family has, like, had babies way too young, so, like, I get to know my great-grandparents, That's so fantastic. all y'all who's shaming my mom, because she had, you know, decided not to abort me, thanks, you know, <laughs> still shaming her, even though I'm an adult. Yeah, all you, all you people who shame Caitlin's mom, having her who are totally watching this podcast right now <laughs> yeah exactly screw you guys i'll beat your motherfucking awesome. ass exactly i will though i will though don't shame teen moms i'm happy i'm here jerk yeah that's absolutely yeah i think like once i know what someone's preference i will call them by what they want me to call them but like yeah i typically like whatever because what like sometimes it's kind of hard for me to get a name in my head so I work really hard to get it and then once it's there like you can't change it like I had a roommate who moved to Indianapolis and now like on his like social media and like when people talk to him they all call him Nate and I'm like your name is Nathan you're not Nate I can't do that like yeah no it's fine at 28 your name is different now what is this I I totally get it I was just telling Levi that um because my brain is is a series of like rabbit holes that I've already tripped over and been through like six ways to Sunday that there are a a very small select group like maybe like five people one in particular who strictly only calls me by Alice and then but they will forget that like nobody knows that nobody knows that I'm called Alice and then they'll just start talking about me while I'm standing there and they look at me and they're like who the hell is Alice Alice and I'm like oh yeah that's just that's just Kevin like we were in show choir and that's just what a lot of people called me um and I love it so it's fine so did you did the cosplay thing I, I mean you do yeah, yeah that so was fan like, service that's, that's towards true. my choir friends honestly yeah. it still is mm-hmm. and that was actually my first when I did my first professional cosplay competition I was 19 and I think it was was I 19 I don't know I can't do math right now my brain's leaking out my ears my headspace is not prime real estate anymore, so it moved. <laughs> um, it's but yeah, whenever it was. What? I was doing the Tim and Eric thing. Oh, where they're like, it's free real estate. It basically is right now for whatever. But anyways, I won my first professional cosplay competition doing like this weird combo Alice in Wonderland that I called Alice the Mad Hatter. And I, I was also really scared that I was going to get like, 
I don't know, shamed for not making my whole costume because I can't sew worth crap with a sewing machine because they try to eat my hand and we just don't get along. So I like hand sewed everything and I made the hat and a bunch of accessories and I did my makeup and my makeup was the most striking thing. So yeah, I'm going to ramble for a couple minutes about this costume because I don't know. That was one of the first things I I ever, I think, like, not even saw. I think it's fine. From you, I think. What are you saying? I realized my beard's not even. I don't think. I cut my beard the first time last week. It was a nightmare. So let's 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 just acknowledge that your beard looks beautiful, and Kate cannot have to think about the lighting. I think it's the lighting. It's the lighting. It's fine. It's absolutely the lighting. I think it looks great. I think. Sorry, as you were. Also, disclaimer: (laughs) if you see me do this when I'm talking to Caitlin. And I go, it's because from what I see right now during the the recording, Caitlin's here. But when I when it saves it, it like mirrors. Oh. So then she'll be here. So if I That's point good. here the entire time, when the audience watches this, I'll just be pointing at fucking nothing. And looking well, like what an you're asshole. What is me, and I feel very. <laughs> yeah, that's what I see too. <laughs> well, on my screen, because my screen's the only thing being recorded, because I'm the captain of this fucking sinking ship. <laughs> oh, captain, my captain, are you Raven? You now? are like dead center bottom. You just got to row to yourself. Nice. So. Stand alone. Anyway, oh, sorry, Caitlin. Alone together is that? Is this what people do when they're trying to make a hashtag? Hashtag, oh hashtag, hashtag. They were still a pound sign in my childhood, so I'm just constantly confused. Hashtag. Also, when you sick. tell someone this is the sign for sit down, so like, oh, you want to like, oh, really? Like, and even That's like, great. I really enjoy like yelling at people and here's a tale <laughs> i enjoy yelling at people in sign language like the first time i ever like hollered at a kid in sign language i was like so powerful I that's come at you with no words it's like, yes that's cool. i feel like it is more powerful that way though and that's the another really great sign is um when you tell someone to pay attention it's that so like pay attention like they're just really like yeah because you're directing your attention toward them. Pay attention. That's also the... That's, that's, I don't think it was supposed to be a sign language thing. I think it's just a coincidence. But uh, Satoru Iwata, the former president of Nintendo before his passing, whenever Mm -hmm. he did, like, a a Nintendo Direct and they did, like, a conference, Mm -hmm. he would do that. Whenever they would, like, go to, like, the trailers for the new games, he'd be like, please take a look. Maybe, um... So, like, I don't know if that is or not. Huh? Wasn't he autistic? Wasn't he on the spectrum? Nah, I don't think Satoru Iwata was. One of the... I know there's one of the devs that worked on Pokemon. I can't remember who I'm thinking of, but it would would be a cool connection, but one of my favorite things I have, I would ever tell a kid is, stop crying or no food. <laughs> I feel like that's what my fiance has been telling me this week. Like, like, and, and and not because he's being mean, but but just because he's like, if snot's coming out of your nose, you don't want to eat your snot. So like, that's, stop that's crying so you can get food. That's what I've been telling my kid is where I'm like, you're going to choke. I cannot. So even like to calm him down, we give him like a little bit of time, and then he starts like he's coughing and he's crying and he's choking on a chicken tender, and I'm like. You're a liability, buddy. You gotta quit crying to eat. I understand. Life is hard, but... No, we've all been there. That's all I need somebody to tell me every day, like, 
Because I mean, I, I literally, I told you guys about the email fiasco and I'm not even going to go there right now, but my, I'm, I'm a, I'm a scientist. I'll say that. And my job has divulged into spending over 20 hours over the last four weeks with like customer service. And suddenly like I'm a sales representative and I'm not even trying to sell anybody anything. Yeah, so my life is, uh, uh, it's been crazy. And when I got my job, I thought I'd be working for a college and it turns out I'm in like university retail that's here's the thing you got to know about all universities admissions is just retail for college i my job i am the used car salesman of four-year bachelor's degrees <laughs> what do i gotta do to get you into one of these uh nursing uh bachelor's degrees also raven you were correct i i did the research it was satoshi tajiri mm -hmm. who was the creator of pokemon okay the pokemon cool. creator is autistic, which makes sense because makes in the sense. Japanese anime, Ash, as we know him, his name is Satoshi in the Japanese oh, version, so that perfect. means he's, he's named after the creator. That's that so sense. cool. I that love it. We cool. actually went through Indigo League, like, it, I think it was, like, Baller. at the beginning, maybe, of quarantine, like, before, we were watching it on, like, Saturday mornings before everything shut down, because my last day physically in a space um, I mean, I've been back a little bit, but the last time I was in a classroom with kids was Friday the 13th of March. Um, so, I don't know, all time. Time yeah. exists it, before that and after it. It's distinctly split between, is that why this is quarantine in between, even though it, it's not anymore? It, it, it used not to, that's what it was, yes. Okay, so yeah. here's what it was. It started off as comedians in quarantine getting crunk, because I want to do my own spin <laughs> on comedians in cars getting coffee and yeah. make it quarantine. Cute but hair. then I was like, not all my friends are stand-up comedians. In fact, I have yeah. way, way more non-stand-up comedian friends than I do stand-up comedian oh. friends. And then there are people who kind of toe the line, like Raven, because you've done yeah. stand-up comedy, but you're not, like, known for it. You're known for other things, and you do stand-up comedy. And yeah, also, my life is a freaking joke. Like Raven said mildly under her breath, I agree with. My friends that aren't stand-up comedians are arguably funnier than the stand-up comedians, because the stand-up comedians, much like myself, try to be funny instead of just letting it happen because we're so used to having to force it on a stage every week mm -hmm. for 15 minutes. We're funny That's people fair. with master's degrees. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm about I'm to be, I'm, a, I'm about to be there with you in two years. I think it's so, like, I, I think we actually have a really kind of neat conglomerate of career paths here. With we really do. With teacher, scientist, Politician adjacent is what we're gonna call <laughs> yeah. MPA. It's politics adjacent. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. where like my mom doesn't have like a job in politics, but she knows more about political stuff than anybody I know and is also like the only person I know who's like read the constitution. Who does it? Who just reads the entire constitution? Only yes. teachers who are gonna force their students to do so. <laughs> and my mom, so she can argue with yeah. people in bars. And about that's, that's legit. That's I legit. Appreciate her. It's one yeah. of those things where it's also one of those master's degrees. It's kind of like an MBA if you do the master's in business administration, where if you have it, you can just kind of just do a little bit of like it. whatever. It's basically like, oh, you got a master's, even if you're not in the field. It's just like it's a good one. It just it's a good one to have, apparently. Yeah, like. And uh, I didn't want to have to do that much math to do an MBA, so I was like, I. With you know, the... started drinking and watched The West Wing for twelve hours, and I was like, I want to be Josh Lyman. Right. So, like we trust that you know how to read and we like that about you basically, so we yeah. will give you a job 
and that's that's most of where uh, I actually I have a, a mixed family and I am not a first generation college student, but like my brothers are. Um, so like I am the 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 way paver of um, yeah. college in general, and I'm like guys, seriously, just like, and same with David too. David's a first generation college student. Um, if nobody knows who David is, they don't know who I am. Screw if you don't know David, yeah. you're a you're a buster. You're as he would call you a bippy. Um, <laughs> but when I'm like, dude, most of this is just showing up. Like my brother was asking, he's going for um, cybersecurity at WGU. And when I told him to take that route because Ivy Tech wasn't working out, he's like, I mean, is that credible? And I'm like, people just want to know you can get something done, man. That's yeah. it. That's it's most true. of college. It's oh, true. yeah. Can you show up, shut up, and get something done on a deadline? Yep. That's it. It's true. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, for my bachelor's, I majored in English and minored in environmental science. I'm not working for fucking Nat Geo right now. <laughs> if only, man. Yeah. I wish. That'd be tight as hell, making that Disney money. I, I feel you, because my, my idea for my life, like, what I thought I wanted and what would make me happy ended up making me miserable, and I almost died, like, twice. So, and then... Yeah. It was, it, I mean, and, and you guys follow my Facebook rant, so, like... Oh, yeah. It, it, it was just, it was just a... Uh, a nightmare honestly like a waking nightmare and I didn't even realize that I was playing the main character and just playing along with the stupid game that was happening with my life until you know I fell asleep at the wheel and then briefly very briefly passed out like I saw it happening like but I briefly oh, passed you're like out literally like, yeah no I I mean I thought you well, about, like physically like 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 metaphorically fell asleep at the wheel it's like yo no, same, I but... literally fell asleep yeah yeah woman I know. So the week, less than a week before, because the week before on Thursday, or no, yeah, it was less than a week before, because on a Thursday, I was in the ER because I couldn't breathe. It was horrible and terrifying. And my dumbass thinking, like, my brain's in full, like, oh my gosh, I might die tonight. I have to go to the ER. And I was, I was by myself for various reasons. And then, so I, I couldn't see anything. So I was like being asphyxiated. It was terrible. And I'm smiling because I'm like, it's funny to me now. Cause I, I'm a horrible, I have a horrible sense of humor, but at the time I'm like, oh my crying. God, so yeah, I was like crying and I couldn't breathe. And the worst thing to do when you already can't breathe is to cry. And so, and I was trying to call people and like, again, like a fix being asphyxiated, you can't see cause my vision's going in and out. And so I saw like on my emergency contacts, I saw a picture of my stepmom and I pressed it. And, and I was like, okay, I'm going to call my stepmom. And so she answers and I'm like barely incoherent. And she was like, okay, okay. I can tell that you're like borderline having an asthma attack. And I also have anxiety. So I'm one of the rare kind of people that can tell the difference, right? Yeah. Because they look the same if you're seeing somebody having one, exactly. but you have to treat them in a hospital in two completely different ways. Oh yeah. Um, and I could science about that, but I'm not going to because I think pathology is cool, but I only understand half of it. So anyways, that's my job lately, trying to pretend like I'm a pathologist, even though I'm a biologist. So anyways, yeah, I called my stepmom and she got me like with her soothing mom voice, like enough that I could calm down. And she was like, I'm going to get in my car right now and I'm going to drive. And my stepmom lives three and a half hours away. So I was like, oh, okay. And she's like, you need to just 
she's like, you either need to call an ambulance. And I'm like, I can't because it's a thousand dollars. I can't pay for it. Yep. And, my, and my stepmom was like, okay, well then you need to breathe. And we did a few breathing exercises and I got to the point where I wasn't crying. And if I wasn't crying, I wasn't passing out. So it was fine. And then I hung up and then for 20 minutes, I packed a bag of all the things I wanted in case I was at the hospital and died because it's just the kind of like idiot I am like I'm I don't I get that though idiotic at all like that's it was where so, there are times so yeah because like I have health problems too and there's times that I'm like fuck I don't want to go to the hospital I haven't shaved in like two weeks I'm them. like why am I worried like you need to go to the hospital why are you worried about your nasty skin right? I can't oh and the I and I remember everything because I didn't actually pass out right I was just like my vision was going in and out so I was like I can do this and and I'm also really weird because I have a huge ego but very low self-confidence so like I can talk myself into doing something that I need to do and like I'm the calmest person like after my car accident I had a major concussion my knees are still bruised from an accident I got into in September and yeah. they were like holy crap how did you not break anything because my car was like completely totaled like wheels flat on the ground totaled mm -hmm. and the it, it was it's crazy like I posted pictures on Facebook but like the passenger seat was completely smashed in where like the front of the car and the passenger seat was in my trunk and then yeah. like I and then where I was the glass was broken but thank god for safety glass because it didn't break through and mm -hmm. I'm just like laying with my head on the wheel and I kind of look up and I see my face but I don't feel anything right because my brain's like if you feel anything right now you're gonna freak out so yeah. I'm, and I'm just looking at myself and like I briefly fell asleep so I was just like okay I knew I was like I look at myself and I'm like I knew I was tired but like I'm looking at this goose egg on my head but I'm like was I really that tired? And then uh, my first thought after that was like, oh my God, did I kill somebody? Because, you know, that's yeah. just what you think when you get into that kind of accident. And there was nobody else that like pulled over. And basically what happened was I started falling asleep. I was in the fast lane because I was already late to a job that I commuted over an hour to yeah, at five in the morning. Head. And, you Morocco, know, where like that no man's curve right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's scary. I don't know if you've ever been up there, Levi, but, um, yeah, up 63 when you're coming, or I guess down 63 when you're coming towards us, um, where Morocco is, all of a sudden the road just kind of goes, like yeah. the highway, so oh if you're I, in, like, this is yeah. the most Midwestern highway, there's nothing. Yeah. There, there's a couple marathons between here and, like, Chicago. And it's mostly a straight line, which is yep, the worst. Just, just fucking field yeah, and so, marathons. And so, like, it's really easy, especially if it's dark, to just kind of, like, you know, get, like, the kind of yeah. dissociative thing going on. And then all of a sudden, the highway just, like, makes a 90-degree turn. But really there's does. a city there, so you think that you should just keep driving yeah. into the abyss. So you're gonna drive and drive then way you know over whatever it's just it's a nightmare it's the yeah there's lots of places like that down south for sure and now i i was on an interstate in the fast lane going 70 miles an hour so like when when the cop like when the police officer like came he he was like okay who wrecked and i was basically like me i think i fell asleep because you don't know you don't know what happened so i was just like me i think i fell asleep and i was also really pissed and this still pisses me off because he basically just made me not talk to anybody and sit in his car the whole time and i was like i'm fine and i really need to get these people's info and it it, it like it created a, a huge issue with my insurance and they still won't pay they still didn't, they told me that they were going to pay for my med bills. And then I found out that my policy 
only covers it if it was literally anyone but the driver and I was the only one there and I was the only one who got hurt like basically I'm driving I fall asleep my head like lightly hits the wheel and so I veered off and what saved me from dying was the fact that I hit like the back end of the semi from the side and I was going fast enough that I spun out in the opposite direction and hit a cable barrier and like you know hitting that semi and then hitting the cable barrier is the reason I didn't fly across four lanes of traffic you know going the opposite direction so and then I got a bill from from the state of Michigan like six months later being like hey you remember that car accident that you're still fighting with your health insurance to pay for because my ER bill um, just for the ER was over $10,000. And I didn't even, you know what I did after my car accident? I had the police office, well, no, I had the guy who towed my truck drop me off at work and I went to work for eight hours. That's freaking disgusting. You you can't use your brain (laughs) with a concussion like that. Yeah, so, and and I had this huge goose egg. I was totally bruised up, but I was like, I'm fine. I can do this. And my, my, so my manager had actually had a friend that died on that same strip of interstate and he was like if you need to go to the hospital don't you know don't let me stop you and and it was the encouragement of like my manager and somebody else who was like yeah. right after work go to the ER because you don't feel anything right now and you look like shit yeah you're in freaking shock yeah, yeah and ex- exactly and like I could see that I was bruised but I've broken enough like the first bone that I broke was my head that I broke the first bone I broke but yeah it was actually my skull when I was five and so like I've had plenty of near-death experiences so I'm like dude I know when I'm dying and I'm fine but it's terrible because I really don't I really <laughs> don't know my own pain capacity yeah and I, I just I've convinced myself so hard that I think I do because that's just what you feel like when you're in survival mode you have to convince yourself like that everything is you know that bur- that comic of the dog where everything's burning around him. Yeah, and everything's fine. This is fine. It's fine, and that's basically just me in panic mode. I'm just like, nope, I can do this because I have a job to do. And everybody else was like, yeah. what? But I had been in and out of work for like a month because of my asthma, so I was just mm-hmm. like. I'm trying so hard not to die, guys. And I really think, so, too. Yeah, it, it was have... it was insane. And so I had them, it was so, it was bad, too, because I, of course, in my infinite wisdom, I forgot all of my asthma medication. And I was working in an animal lab, so, like, allergies, alpha, even though I wasn't allergic mm-hmm. to anything there except the freaking face masks mm-hmm. I had to wear, comes to find out after being poked with 106 needles over the, over the course of two weeks mm-hmm. um, that I wasn't allergic to anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like when when you have chronic health problems like you just kind of learn to ignore your body because like like three or four different times levi has his little burr, burr, burr thing he does on his phone all the time yeah. when someone says something that's not funny i want to have the same thing that's like hashtag capitalism or yeah like yeah. oh i have a concussion i gotta go to work like just all where you know nobody was making me that's the crazy thing like i just i had this feeling this sensation of like i still have a job to do and then i also didn't want to go to the er because i knew that i didn't have prior approval and i knew that it was going to cost a lot because they didn't know what was wrong with me that's what i capitalism (laughs) we uh we kind of train people that were yeah like your worth is tied up in your ability to produce so yeah you have a job to do and you can get what you need if you don't work so are you dying that's fine like and people literally in the world right now yeah yeah i mean yeah dude yeah i see it in teachers all the time too where teachers will be like i don't miss work unless 
I have dysentery. I need to be leaking yeah. from every orifice or I am in my classroom. And I'm like, you, people oh, are yeah. relying on you. To like a spider toward man. Like if you're Dude, sick, stay the hell home. Oh my I God. had a teacher in high school. These look like now. <laughs> Yeah, no, Literally, he had had surgery, was in the hospital for surgery, and they were like, he's going to be gone for a week. And we were like, okay. And he was, he, we saw him at school, we were like, what are you doing here? He's like, I had a department meeting I had to come to, so we're, and I mean, I, yeah, like, dude was a fucking trooper. Like, I was so yeah. proud of him. And, I, well, but also, it was my band worried too, like, because yeah, we were like, why are you here? And he was like, I had an apartment meeting, so we're having marching band today, and we were like, all right, bet, like, let's go. In the same vein of being like, oh, like, look at your self-sacrifice. In other ways, like, I had surgery in September exactly. on Friday, and I went to school on Monday, and then oh. ended up later having to, like, have an ER visit and having to miss more school yeah. because I had complications, because I literally, like, had an open wound in my, like, armpit and was being yanked upon by children like i shouldn't have gone back to work in like 72 hours i was stupid but i was like For i sure. got a job to do laser focused go. on on fulfilling that purpose yeah and yeah. that's where like to yeah. some extent i i would be cool with not having a job not having a job would not even remotely touch my productivity like if there wasn't someone that's amazing what but I mean like if it was like a stuff superpower. That I cared about, you know, if it was stuff that I cared about. And like I think sure. the reason that a lot of people don't is because it takes more than even two months to recover from the system we've been in. Like that's what oh, yeah, I've most, been preaching. Yeah, most like, people don't like it was already people. broke before we tried to fix it, guys, and made yeah, it dude. worse. Yeah, nobody has any productivity because they're still trying to come down from yeah. how overextended they are. So of course they don't want to do anything. Like Right. And I've tried to work on some work-life balance recently because <sighs> historically I'm very freaking bad at it. Yeah. So that's like, I actually Same. felt like, wow, I have time to take care of me. And by productive, like I've learned, I can make money doing anything, man. Whatever. Just, it's true. It's true. I'm, my my fiance and I were just talking the other night and I probably shouldn't say this, but I don't give a shit. So we were just talking the other night about how I legitimately had an offer at one point to work in porn and why I didn't take that job, but how I still could and I could make a lot more money a lot easier doing that than like, and I mean, I don't get me wrong. I love my job. I absolutely love my job, but I'm also the kind of girl who's like sex work is work. Like, Hey, and, and if, if you can do it, oh. like, do it. Like, it's quarantine in 2020. Exactly. I'm about to get a fucking OnlyFans. Like, <laughs> yeah. dude, I have kind of thought about it. Like, I, um. I'll sell those feet. I, I feel like everybody in America has thought about it. It's just nobody says it, you know. <laughs> and even, like, I have friends that have them, and I'm like, yeah, I, it's great. And yeah. David and I, like, my joke used to be, joke, uh, about being, like, a phone girl, but even, like, this is horrible. It's, I can see it. It's, like Rocco? I can hear it, hear it Raven. It's story time. It's story time here. When when I was young and chubby and, and didn't know how to interact with people, I often had internet boyfriends. And when Fair, you are developing sexually and there aren't yep. people in person, you get creative. And I personally am, uh, yeah. most of my paragon points are, are in linguistics, is, uh, you know, the that, word those are the here. phone calls you hope to get like oh yeah so you hope to get the ones that can t actually speak <laughs> like we i had one boyfriend that we would text all the time and after the fact we'd be like 
dude, we should write porn. Like, did you go back and read this? This is eloquent. Like, so David's like, what's up? And like, I've always joked that I was going to write erotica. And I've written, David dared me to write zookeeper erotica. Yes, Um, I'd read that. It's uh, it's outlined in like the first, like, the establishing scenes are written and just the other day David's like what happened to your smut again with the half-finished projects but <laughs> yeah, totally. that's where I'm like dude I... like you can sell romance novels for so cheap but you can like churn them out so quickly and easily oh, yeah, like, yeah. It's, the it's, it's like an equation Dr. <laughs> Hardstone and the heavy petting zoo there you go yeah. <laughs> that's actually um, called uncaged thank you oh there you go see and speaking of that that's serious that's who I should have included on this um, is oh, Alyssa Morley. Yes. Because she her. has I'm her, uh, I'm subscribed to her YouTube channel and she was, she's been reviewing a series of like cowboy erotica oh, novels. Oh man, I need to go watch that. And yes, it's fantastic. fun watching her react to them because if, I was if you know Alyssa, talking to her about this today. This she has great. that very like dry wit sense of humor. That, that a lot of us in the, yeah, in the, the ISU writing center slash math and writing center to have or develop (laughs) and it's literally all of they all hit these same story beats because it's like a series by the same author and it's all just like woman from a broken marriage who like doesn't want to use condoms and is into butt stuff and my life every guy has like a huge fucking like hangs dog like a huge like oh like like liam neeson just like about that one That's a, yeah, that's, I, I feel like. You don't have a huge dog, Caitlin? (laughs) No, I don't. And I, I, I know one, but I don't think he wants me to report it. You don't have a big, you don't have a John Hamm. No, but we, we do always, we do always joke about his penis being detachable and that it's secretly mine. So we'll just put that. I, uh. I have yet to see this, but this is the running joke. There, there was a point in my life where. I thought that I, like, I had a certain view of kinky people, and then, like, I'm gonna get kinky and use my inhaler right now, because I just realized I forgot to take my meds this morning, so calm down. Why don't you (laughs) open them capillaries wide, girl, them bronchioles, let me up in there. I know, right? Um, I don't even know. Oh, there it is. I have two. I have three inhalers now, and a nebulizer. You gotta be able to, you gotta be able to, I'm, I about said something. No. I gotta be able to breathe. I was gonna say, you, you gotta expand that thrusty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I gotta prepare myself, and this is this is how it works. Well, I'm gonna... My body does The only thing that's really more. awkward about this is, Caitlin, I met you when you were a freshman in college, and you were 19, and okay. to bring it back to community, you were always, like, the Annie from community, so whenever, really whenever somebody, like, like, our friends, like, Ashley or somebody else, like, whenever we would be making those jokes... I always just want to be like, Caitlin's pretty young. We try not to Send sexualize her. Okay, so Raven was just talking about writing erotica, and I was the kid who started writing erotica when I was twelve. For which I fandom? Even knew, huh? Which fandom? Which which fandom? Just like okay, so so many. I wrote so many <laughs> novellas between ages twelve and sixteen that I have like a whole bookshelf full of just notebooks I wrote in, which is ridiculous. And like. That's kind of where my shit's so started. prolific. Honestly, like because some of it was like beautiful and profound and moving. Where I'm like, 
this relationship that's developed between these two emo band members is really doing it for so, there was like a great one that went around forever that was pete and patrick from fallout boy but they were like nice. 70 year old like adorable committed couple like like it, it was moving it was heart-wrenching yeah no okay but so aside little 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 aside I, I my background is in biology and psychology with the intention of being a neuroscientist and now i'm like a poop scientist and it's great but whatever me aside too but in a point, different way <laughs> aside from aside from that um i've i took human sexuality in college which even if you don't study psychology it is one of the most interesting classes because it's not just about sex because spoiler alert sex isn't actually about sex and so you talk about so many things and we had to do presentations at the end and there was a girl who her goal in life like her career goal was to work as a sex therapist in nursing homes so that old people won't give each other stds because they're older yes, give a shit, and what they like fuck each other all the time well and then with a nursing home you know their significant others usually already gone and like and and that's how they connect with each they they literally connect and bang because their previous significant other is dead which is which sounds really bizarre but like she she presented and it was a huge problem and this girl was a year younger than i was and she's like yeah i want to become a sex doctor for old people so that they don't kill each other giving each other stds that they didn't know neither of them had because neither of them has had sex for 10 years and i was like you can make a career out of like out of that like do it girl like old people deserve love too like yeah one thing that i'm like super into on a different level is like sex ed for people with intellectual disabilities or physical disabilities too because people don't talk about it yeah like dude trust me (laughs) then i get into weird conversations about how pull-ups are great for hiding boners but that's my life you're a poop that's good advice i'll i'll make note of that i learned that in the sixth grade baby yes they yeah absolutely i've been hiding boners for 15 years yeah it does not matter if you have an iq of 20 bet that wang works it just do everybody it's a it's a biological anatomical thing it's a blood sponge i mean that's what it is and, and like, in the people Internally, with disabilities anyway. absolutely can impregnate each other. In oh, yeah. And even, like, um, my favorite documentary that I've watched recently is Crip Camp. Everybody should watch it. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to write this down. I have my notepad. Crip Camp? Crip Camp. It's about, um, essentially, the self-advocacy civil rights movement um, in the disability community. Which has it's been going community. on forever. I'm going to say, so, I... I don't know if I can watch that. I live I live more on the west side. I can only watch Blood Camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want I say, I say. different than yours, and you're yeah. just scared. I, I say as I'm wearing blue, which is print color. Yeah, that's, can't we all just get along? We need a, we need a church lock-in. Um, yeah. Seriously, though, those, those are profound. I have been to several of them, and again, I started writing erotica when I was 12, so, about and didn't even know what housewife porn was, so back, back to that, my most popular one amongst my friends, because of course no one ever read these ex- except my friends, I also started as like an amateur illustrator, which I'm, no, I'm not showing you guys that, but y- you can you can imagine. And show was, us off stream! <laughs> so I was in, I, I will show you guys off stream, so sorry for the people watching this, but I, I'm not going to show you You got it. have to subscribe to Levi Elmore's OnlyFans to see yeah. and, and you have to Patreon me on Patreon, because I post this type of crap to Patreon all the time. 
That, Again, that's I'm pointing the wrong way. Okay, yeah, yeah okay, I will way. link. I'll I'll link your Patreon and yeah, I'll link do. Caitlin's Patreon in in the in the, I do in all the, the underbar. Things. I do all the things, and you can literally give me a dollar, and I will be. I will think you are amazing because I think most same. people are amazing, but and I, I just want to love people. Huh? I said same, but I don't have a Patreon. Oh, I, I was like Levi. You don't have a Patreon. You have a if, Patreon, and I'm not patroning you. If yeah. we get if we get enough subscribers, I might make a Patreon. Okay. And yeah, once it's, it's once a, quarantine's over, maybe Pat and I can God. do like a, a let's play, or uh, we can all do like a watch party. I've always Just wanted to do. Um, yeah, no, I I honestly think it'd be a lot of fun if we all like when we we're able to get back together, we do like a riff tracks over like a bad movie. Yeah, I would love that. Like as we're watching the movie, or like we pull certain clips. Yeah, like as we're watching the movie, like we like when when we're using like Anchor, I can just put Mm -hmm. it out while we're watching the movie together and commenting on it, and then literally just be like, if you have the movie, hit play now, and then as it plays, they can listen to us like do like a Mystery Science Three Thousand. That's Science Theater Three Thousand riff tracks type of thing. I like that a lot. That's because I mean, like, and even before we can all get together there's the the whole cast app where you can like That's walk true, yeah. What's that? i don't know if you can record off of that or you get into all like the weird quarantine app section where yeah. like i'm recording everything. i have i have no idea what you guys are talking about but this sounds awesome because i i cannot technology like it makes me mad yeah. and it hurts my face because my eyes are weird <laughs> so Aww. I know. I, I only have you seen me with with glasses because honestly, I haven't in no. in a week because I lost them. Oh. But yeah, I have to wear glasses for any kind of screen, so I'm like, I'm hurting myself. But it's okay because. So, so what you're saying is we're killing you. No, no, no. By I'm me, not, I mean I. I mean, I might go blind someday, but they did a surgery on my brother, and he's not going blind anymore, so it'll be fine. Oh, good. It'll be fine. Just shoot some lasers at it. You'll be fine. That's basically what they did. Um, but. Yeah, so I'm actually sitting here trying to redoodle the cover art for this erotica that I wrote in okay, sixth, fuck it up, no, seventh grade. It was like sixth through seventh grade during a transitional right. period. It was the most popular one, okay? And because, so I was really into anamorphics when I was really little, like in oh. elementary school. Like, I, I had a really crazy, um... Anamorphs was my shit, Holmes. Right, okay, and but I hated, I, okay, so I liked the idea of them. Good. The TV but when I read them, I didn't like them. Like, I was a Magic Treehouse kid, and then I was reading Harry Potter. Like, my Lexile, do you guys remember Lexile levels? Yeah, Holy dude. Crap. My Lexile level in fifth grade was over 1,200. So I read it like a, a senior level. It's of, over like, senior Oh, the power. But my Yeah, school, no, that's that's where all of us were. Literally, right, like, exactly. it would be like, go to the library and get these three books. Like, one kid's read, Lexile read was so anything. high, it would literally gave him the Bible. Yeah, exactly. It, literally, and so they, it said the Holy oh, Bible, like, on his thing. I oh, my God. Making this up. So, the, but my, I don't know where you guys went to school, but, like, my school had a policy where you had to read at, like, your Lexile level or above. Books did not exist in my elementary school that were above an 800 level. And so they literally, like, one of the librarians would go to the high school to get me books. And so I just got bored because I could read like five goosebumps in a day. Yeah. And then I'm just like, so I was just, I, and that, that's why like I got into fights and stuff when I was a little kid in school because I was just fucking bored all the time and I wanted to play soccer and I was a nerd who read it. And so people kicked me when I tried to play soccer. So I was like, fine, you get your wish. I'm not going to play soccer anymore, you jerks. I'm going to sit here and read. And then if people, especially if they said anything to my brother, 
my little Irish twin is loving and younger than me. Like we were going to fight. We were going to throw down. So I was like quiet and scary. And I wore these long skirts and people thought I was weird because I am. But yeah. it's really now. I, okay. I just cried all the time. I, I, I did that, that kid. Too. I was a crier. I used to sing. Like the only time I oh, felt. I'm good. small. I'm 27 Aww. years old and I'm like not even 5'2". You imagine me at like 10. Oh, come on. I just want to give you a hug right now. That's a, I also was typically like, I very much had a like, don't fuck with me vibe. And David's favorite story is there was this kid that, um, I, I mean, like, I was like the OG goth of my elementary school. Like I was totally emo when I was, yeah. a good place to operate, but this was when the the South Park episode where the goths came out. So like around the same time period. And every day when we'd line up for recess, this kid would come up to me and do the goth serve thing where he did the little foot dance. And I'd be like, goth serve. And one day I just like full on like pimp slapped him across the face and it felt Fair. so good. And like, that was my answer to bullying where I'm like, I don't understand. Like people didn't. It's too, it's it's too powerful and it's dangerous. Me. It's so dangerous to yeah, just shove like, somebody. But I mean. While I'd tell someone they were a, a, a fucking fuck that nobody fucking liked. That was my first ever. Um detention is because I told someone who I'm still Fair. friends with to this day that he was a fucking fuck and nobody fucking liked him. And uh, at least So you said it how it was and you got detention. Exactly. That's I used fair. to fuck about 12 times in a single breath or yeah. I like pimp slap somebody across the face. So it's like every couple of years I'd have to assert my dominance to be left alone. And that was my childhood. Yeah. yeah. It was it, it was a it was a rough time. Yeah. And and I was like I moved around a lot as a kid. So like I feel comfortable if I'm moving on. Because I just, yeah. that's just what I got used to, right? And that is yeah. not a good place to be as an adult mm-hmm. because everybody wants you to sit and stay. And I'm just like a dog who's like, no, I still need to pee on that bush and I can see it. So like, let me go. <laughs> let me go pee on the bush. Like I'm, I'm that kind of person. So like as a kid, and, and most people were like, oh, if you move around a lot and you're used to being the new kid, you must be really good at making friends. <laughs> Those people are dumb. <laughs> it just makes you used to not making connections because you know you're about to leave yeah exactly and that that was, Granted, exactly I was not that kid I just that. I knew kids who did that and that's... yeah and that that's what kind of kid I was and so like I was always you know the teacher's pet because I did really good in school and I knew all the answers but it's not like I was actually an expert at five like I just did I just read my freaking yeah, did my homework because I liked it and that's automatically big fat target on your face. And then I did not have boobs when everybody was getting like their little mosquito bites. And so girl, <laughs> girls are, okay, little girls are literally the meanest to other girls. They're just yeah. terrible. And so I remember during an exam, like we had to use, like nobody had a calculator back then, you know, cause not, we were sixth grade, like I think this was third grade and you know, nobody had phones back then. And so at least cell phones in third grade, which don't even get me started, but yeah. And so these, these girls would like type in the calculator and I could write, I could probably write it out, but they basically type in numbers boobless before they handed me the calculator. I know almost every single day of that year of school until I moved. And then you know what? In fifth grade, it happened again with a total (laughs) people who had no idea that I'd already been through that and like and my mom was very much like my my cheerleader because I would just come home from school and cry and like I wanted I wanted to go to school because school was awesome and I had fun and I was in my element but then I just come home crying every day because I was like nobody likes me and 
Like, you know, even the friends that I had were always kind of two-faced because everybody just wanted to be popular when you're a kid, right? Gotcha. And and I'm and so even like some of my best friends, like they'd play with me, you know, in class and we'd pass notes in class and stuff. And they'd, you know, speak up if somebody was handing me a stupid calculator that said boopless. Yeah. And yeah, man. Yeah, it just bred a lot of insecurities that still kind of bug me. Like boobs, not so much because the first time I met my fiance, he was like, what do you mean you have problems? They're the perfect little handfuls. And now that's what, that's everything yeah. that's in my head. They are like, they're, you know, girls, girls think about like, oh, there's such a thing as too big, but like, they never think that guys think that, but they do, they do. Like there's a certain level of too big. And I've learned that. And maybe, maybe you disagree, like, Levi, but I, I'm that not. there should be like a bell curve of like, what is the perfect boob size? Because if you have two yeah. small boobs, you get made fun of them. Yeah. Because I have the exact opposite boobs. It's, it's I, the, yeah, bell, exactly the bell opposite. curve for yeah. boobs, it goes like this. It goes. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> well, and then like, everybody has their own preferences. And I hate yeah, to yeah. acknowledge that, like, the whole beauty is in the eye of the, like, that's pretty legit. Like, somebody who, oh, yeah. who. Beauty's in the eye of the beer holder. That's, that's fair, too. Yeah, totally, because who knows what happens when we all I saw that on a t-shirt at the Walmart store. Whoa! What I was yeah, for five bucks. See somebody buying pizza Doroma and something like that. But no, like, I had the opposite problem where it's like I got, I got boobs too soon, and they wouldn't let me you play frickin' baseball anymore. And my hands are tiny. I can't hold a frickin' softball. Honestly, though... If so I sexist. I hate being a girl. I just got called a midget for... Uh, uh, 27 years. Fuck those people. Yeah. Every once in a while I think about all the ways in which I could have been way more gay than I am. My mom actually <laughs> had this conversation off. yesterday. Oh, cheers to that. Because like, I'm actually yeah, bisexual I, and nobody knows about it because I don't preach it. Yeah, and that's it. We both pass. We're we're in a long-term exactly. relationship so, where he thinks about it, but like, I could have played softball. I could have went to St. Mary's. You know, luckily David scooped me up at 18 and, you know, yeah. did a disservice to the female population, but he won Basically. that game, so. Yeah, he won. And that's won how I feel about my fiance. You both I've... won. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. We both won. But, I mean, I've been no, with No, I'm him. talking about Raven and David. I don't oh, Raven. Oh, Ra no, 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 no. That's fair. That's I'm fair. kidding. I'm, I'm honey, over here saying, fine, like, I won too. I won too. I'm getting married. Too. I'm getting married and I already postponed my wedding because my brother was shipped off overseas and then we realized oh, we wanted to play, we wanted to have a bigger shebang okay. than uh, we could afford, and so we postponed it for a year, okay. <laughs> and now there's a pandemic, so. Yeah. Oh, the, the postpone it for a year was up to this year? Yeah, well, it was up to August 15th of this year. Okay, and, I thought you were talking I'm, about I mean, you postponed it to 2021. I was like, I was never told. No, 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 no. We, we post in, because we got engaged in 2018 after being together for mm -hmm. almost seven years. Yeah. Uh, six, six years, I think. Yeah. It, it's so long. Time is relative anyways. Um, the the side of my family that is conservative Christian and has literal pastors in it, just tell people we're already married because it's easier than explaining. And so, and so even, yeah, even those people are like, I grew up Pentecostal for the first 13 years of my life before I quit, so I, I get the chance to do this. Yeah, and I mean, I'm I'm still like, <laughs> I'm I'm still like an active Christian, so I'm I'm very uh, outside the uh, cookie cutter over here. Yeah, that's <laughs> being right. like I'm bisexual. Well, I'm, I'm a monogamous long-term relationship with a dude, but yeah, I, yeah. We talk well, more about I, girls I, than we do anything else. So. That's good. You know, I, I it's, it's it's fun good. having friends who are girls who are also into girls. 
because some of y'all get way more hype over girls than like the hetero we guy friends do. We're all a little gay. That's, That's why it's you called the Kinsey scale. Exactly, we all and I love you guys because you know what the Kinsey scale is. Mm-hmm. Sure, I, I mean, I've never, I've never, true. I've never become aroused because of a man, but I've, 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 met, I've seen a couple guys where I'm like, yeah, you can still acknowledge I'd, that they're. Attractive. I'd question it. Where I'd That's be like, I probably true. wouldn't say no. I don't think anybody's like a true. What I don't know which end it is. Is six gay and one not? I don't know. Or vice versa, whatever. All I know is my dad, my dad is the most hetero man in my life who I know. And even like he listens one. Even he listens to share. Like, my dad listens to share all the fucking goddamn like time. Straight zero. So. <laughs> this is beautiful. I want to see a picture of your dad now dressed as Cher. That's fantastic. No, no, oh just god, my dad would cowboy. Ne- my dad would never dress as Cher. Oh, okay, darn it. He just listens to Cher. I bet your dad okay. would make a good sonny though. Yeah. That's a Halloween costume. My parents should be sunny and share. I've never what met I think your parents. Should actually happen. My mom looks exactly that. like if 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 I oh, were a I have woman, seen pictures of your mom. I'm about to say if I were a woman, I'd be my. No, mom. I met your mom. I met your mom at Halloween. You know who should be sunny and share? You and Josh. Me and my brother yeah. should be sunny and share. You've got the height difference down. Elmore brothers do sunny and share. My I'm brother would make me be share. <laughs> my brother also doesn't dress up for Halloween or do anything else fun. See, that, it, those are the things that offend me. People well, don't it, dress up for Halloween. It requires leaving the house. It's, mm-hmm. No, it doesn't. You know how many online conventions people are telling me that I need to attend and dress up for? I actually, it's literally just going to be me in my house. I had one that it I was invited. Mean. Well, I have a friend, friend of a friend who I follow, who's a cosplayer, who was doing a panel <laughs> at a con. Um, and she was, she, they, I don't know, they were talking about, um, Yu-Gi-Oh! Season Zero, and it was like, we're doing this through Discord, and we're, like, okay, yeah, they were on, uh, like, a panel where they were discussing, for those who don't know, there's a Season Zero of Yu-Gi-Oh! that was only shown in Japan that's based on the first six volumes of the manga that was not shown in America because the first... The first six volumes of the manga don't have anything to do with the card game. They don't have anything to do with dual monsters. It's mm-hmm. literally Yugi solves the puzzle. He turns into like the pharaoh Yugi, oh, but it becomes a whole thing of like when people cross him, he just mind fucks them and they die. And it's really violent. The Isn't manga really goes off. It fucking, fucking goes in. But the show's not that great. That was like my eroticas. And then we get and then we get like the Yu-Gi-Oh that we know, and that's considered like season in Japan. That's like. Season, season two onward, it's just called Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah. Monsters, but that's all we ever got with Yu-Gi-Oh! So if, if you have a chance to look up season zero, I actually, it's, it's like, I I saw a little it's like bit. eight he... episodes, like there are not many episodes, huh. but it's it's pretty lit because Yami Yugi literally like sets a guy on fire at one point, like he fucking goes off. I might have actually watched Yu-Gi-Oh! had that happened in the first episode. <laughs> that's a, that's fair. I feel like I like anime and theory a lot more in practice, like I was definitely a what was it? A tsunami kid? Yeah. Because I had horrible and ins- I've had horrible insomnia since I was small. Mm-hmm. So like, what else do you do when you only know three channels and one of the three channels you're playing? And like, God, I have nostalgic. lots of weird like DBZ fever dreams that I'm not even oh, sure yeah. if they were real or not. Like, did I watch that? Like, um, what show was this? Because I remember it, but I have no and idea. That's the thing. I, I feel like that's where a lot of, and I say we as in present company, 
Because like the younger the the Gen Zs among us, my little sister grew up with the Crunchyrolls and and Hulu mm-hmm. and Funimation mm-hmm. online, like the streaming little... services like Netflix and everything, where you can just go straight into it. We my all were like is, Saturday uh... morning cartoons and Toonami, like exactly. Cardcaptor Sakura, uh, 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 Yu Gi Oh Gundam, fucking Inuyasha, Pokemon, Inuyasha. yes Inuyasha and Bleach, like. Show, like, Kenshin, you're, like you're the younger youngest of us, Caitlin, and that's yeah. like, Bleach was Sorry. what my brothers were watching, and then even now, like my youngest brother is a, uh, just finished his junior year of high school, mm-hmm. and like even their ability and desire to like look stuff up, where he'll be like, watch this anime, and I'm like, what's it on? And he's like, this weird back ass portal link, and I'm like, <laughs> no, <laughs> like. Put no, it on Netflix know. or put it in my hand, or I'm not gonna watch it. I'm not gonna go find some obscure. Dude, like, yeah, I'm, man. I'm not gonna go on a torrent website that doesn't Dude. exist anymore to hope that I can find this. That's yeah. how my brother, because there was like Yu Hakusho was on Toonami, and then it got to a point where they just like didn't show it anymore because like Toonami kind of started to like go on like by the wayside, and then they oh, also, that's a mouse like, mom real quick. It's fine. Hi. I, I don't know. If she's like, I'm still here. I don't know if she's actually. Are you being a mom to a mouse, or is that like? Yeah, I like I, I stress adopted uh, three frogs and seven mice. I didn't know about the frogs. What kind of frogs? They're just regular gray tree frogs. Why but yeah, no, I. So all of them are boys, though. So sometimes they just are dicks to each other, and I have to be like, "Hey, remember me? I'm the cute girl who feeds you." And they're like, oh, "Yes, we remember you. Give us food." So yeah, I've had lots of frogs throughout my life. And I had a fantastic murderous frog when I was growing up, and I'm still chasing that high. What Dude, I had that, but with a goldfish when I was a kid. I had a goldfish. The weird thing about goldfish is, though, it, they're, like, koi, I guess, like, they're all in the same, like, goldfish family. Look at that! Mousies! Two of them. My, my coworker keeps freaking out because I got, like, black and white mice, and they never mix because they're, dif- they're different strains, right? Mm-hmm. So in the lab, they never mix. They're like, yeah. Wow, racism. <laughs> Well, I, know, I mean, I, they're different strains. You can't. It's not good mm-hmm. science. But I mean, mm-hmm. they make love, love cuddly pets. I had uh, a black. I'm not being racist. There, but that's just the color. No, I know. They're both pink underneath, Levi. I'm just being dumb. Also, I totally did that DJ horn also, and forgot that I'm still you? playing who my Sirius XM Radio Margaritaville station. <laughs> what? You gotta. What is that? Is that music? Is a brand. Why are you choosing to make a huge oversight <laughs> of the lack of Hawaiian shirts that you own? You don't have nearly That's enough. fair. You I have, have one. I have exactly one Hawaiian shirt. It's the red one, right? It's it's the the No, I'll go get it real quick. I'll put it on. I know I'll know it when I see it. You need more. Look at that guy. Isn't he so cute? This mm-hmm. is one of the my favorite ones. And yes, mothers have favorites get over it. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. So. I think this is Zini, and Zini is, like, he loves getting pets, yeah, and snuggles, and, like, sometimes, because, like, animals just, like, being held, like, really tight and close, Mm -hmm. and so, I mean, not, you know, gentle, firm, but gentle kind of thing, and so, like, that's how they, that's how you get a mouse to chill, you just cuff your hand, and then they're, like, oh, this is cool, like, you can see his tail, he's just, like, this is fine, Mm -hmm. He was just fine. And then this one, the first time I picked him up, I scratched his ear and his face and he fell asleep in my hand. And Chris was like, how did you do that? And I'm like, I'm a mouse whisperer. I'm a professional mouse whisperer. So yeah, 
Yes, I'm glad Pepper actually sat down. She's crazy. Um, yeah, see how chill she's being. She's being nice right now. She's so he's crazy. originally we called. I can't like camera. Originally we called him Zen Mouse, um, mm -hmm. because he was he just looks chill. Like all the pictures, he's very photogenic in all the pictures I take of him. And of course now he's like trying to nosedive my computer because it smells different. He's, he's got hands. That's that's it. That's the one. I'm he finna get another it. one tomorrow because I got paid today and Myers got them on sale, baby. Woo, get it. So I was I was talking about my mouse. This is Zini. <clears throat> and Zini is my favorite. And he's actually the one that if you guys saw my Facebook post about like panicking because I thought my cat was gonna eat my mouse, he's the one who got out of the cage because he's the runty, he's the runty dude. Yeah. And I'll get him back. I've seen and, enough uh, cartoons to know that that's natural. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> the mouse will just hit the cat with a overly sized well, camera. Yeah, exactly. Tom and Jerry. Yeah. Well, my cat is actually, like, very much a predator, and she kills other, like, she'll try to kill other cats. Like, she hates other cats. Tom and Jerry, the best anime. Um, where are you going? Hang on. Obviously, it's King of the Hill. Yeah, it's obviously Cory in the house. Um, but they, so, she just, my cat just comes downstairs with one of the mice in her mouth, and we had no idea that it had escaped, and my fiancé saw her put him on the ground in front of us, but I didn't. I just saw, like, the white mass of fur and i thought he was dead so i screamed at her of course as as you do <laughs> as you do and but i mean and then i went into full because i worked as an animal tech for like six months and i worked i went into like full animal tech mode like oh my god is this animal okay like mm -hmm. immediately like my, my cat started running back up the stairs with the mouse in her mouth and then she dropped him on the stairs Damn, dude. my fiance my fiance yelled spot drop him yeah <laughs> Because she was scared of that tone, and so she dropped on the base. She dropped Zini on the base of the stairs, and I go and like whip him up by his tail, and I scrub him immediately, and I'm like feeling his belly and looking at his eyes and touching his nose, you know. And he was totally fine. He was just like, yeah, man. Yeah, this is Tuesday, and I was just so shocked because my my cat has killed several field mice, and I was just like, oh yeah, I was terrified. But she doesn't. She actually likes them a lot, and we started calling them her kittens. And then Aww. I don't like that Chris does this, but he calls Spot the fluffy little warden and her and then nice prisoners Aww. because she spends half of her day watching them and making sure that they don't. And like I, since then I got like a really cute cage cover that's in the washer right now. Otherwise, I'd show you um, to like you know make sure that they don't escape because they're they're curious and they're natural just like well, that. Yeah. And I, I I got them a special. I basically made them a mouse mansion because there's like a 10 gallon tank and then there's like a caged what are you doing you silly boy um oh. he's like he's like chewing on a paintbrush right now and I'm just like it's wooden you're fine but what the heck what are you doing where'd you go okay he's he's fine he's just running around my desk and my desk is a mess and he's like this is the playground um I'm about to say if you leave them out long enough they're gonna fucking like sew you a dress dude like they might <laughs> They might like. I basically am. A I've seen Cinderella, and I'm about to say, if if any of us you. were to be mice, mice are not very like they're they're clever because they're prey animals, right? They're not actually smart. Oh yeah. So they're cute. dude, no, but but I the whole thing with the cat, that. man. Yeah, my caught no, him. He was good. He was good. My mom. Well, my mom's got a guinea pig, and my mom's on her second guinea pig now. Uh, my mom's become like a guinea pig. Who are you? aficionado oh, cool. because it was my mom my, my friend shanna like she's very she works at, at a vet clinic and she's very well versed in in guinea pig breeding and care so she kind of helped my mom get started and um my mom's first guinea pig 
um, back when we had my, my Belgian Shepherd, Shadow. Um, Raven, you know this dog as the one where whenever everybody, we'd be out, like, hanging out after coffee grounds was done, and everybody would be like, hey, we're hanging out, and I'd be like, I gotta go home and medicate my dog. Mm-hmm. That dog yeah. that I would, the, the reason I moved out of my parents' house, because when that dog passed, I was like, my job here is done, I'm leaving. Right. And who's left Zeus, Oreo, and it's, it's it's Caesar, Oreo, and Zeus. Zeus is my the the one and a half year old puppy who shares a birthday with me. Who's a holy that. terror, but oh, I I love oh. him to death. So my my parents are currently rocking two German Shepherds and a toy poodle. The toy poodle is my dog, and if I didn't think he'd get separation anxiety from the old German Shepherd because they they're basically the same age, um, I would just have taken him with me when I moved. Which my mom would not have cared about because that that toy poodle will just pee on things because he's a poodle. That's what they do. That's what they do. But um, our Belgian Shepherd, Shadow, would watch my mom's guinea pig and drool. And we think that Shadow thought that it was a rabbit. Because she would kill rabbits. and Like, Shadow would, like, she would be, like, the friggin', like, commander of the squadron. Because she was the elder dog. She was the second dog my family had. Mm-hmm. And and my our first poodle, uh, the 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 dog that got us started, we got when I was two. He was a toy poodle. He was like my buddy growing up. Aww. He would chase after shit, and he would like run after cats. Like for being a little toy poodle, he fucking was insane. Like he was basically a a person's soul inside of a small dog. Like what? one time he got Reese's cups out of my dad's coat pocket oh. and ate the oh. Reese's cups but left the wrapper and was fine. Like, didn't story. even get sick. That's ridiculous. Mm. Like, that, that's fantastic. That is, that is fantastic. Like, um, that one, of my, of... one of my great-grandparents, and I do not condone this whatsoever, but one of my great-grandparents had two toy poodles, and she used to give them, like, a mini Hershey's chocolate bar every day, and they were totally fine. Like that dog ate a fucking cake. Yeah, basically. And I, she should not have done it. And I'm sure that those dogs died at like eight years old because they had diabetes, not necessarily because of the chocolate, but just because she gave them what she, what they, you know, whatever they asked for. So, but, uh, which I'm not doing with this guy and he's mad because I'm not letting him run around my desk. So now he's like, what do you mean? I can't eat your schedule. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not going to take you to a vet. Or, like, rub the poop out of your belly because you have a bowel obstruction. Like, I'm not at work. We're not doing this. So, <laughs> Yeah, dude. So so he taught Shadow, who was a Belgian Shepherd. For those who don't know, they're basically the same as Australian Shepherds, only instead of having floppy ears, the ears stand straight up. Okay. Yeah. That's the only real difference I've been able to discern. Also, Belgian Shepherds are more likely to be, like, a solid color. Like, she was a solid black. Australian Shepherds have kind of the spotted, like, mixed color in their coat. They kind of look like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, pretty. Sorry, Buxom, that was rude. I was about to say, Buxom. The guy did not consent to being on film. But yeah, so she, when we got, when we got Oreo, after the first poodle died, we got my, my current poodle, who was my little Oreo cookie dog. Uh, And then we got Caesar, who was a a German shepherd. She would, like, coordinate, like, we would actually watch her, like, because we had rabbits living under, like, we had a little, like, shed. Mm -hmm. Rabbits would be living under the shed. And, like, Oreo would, like, go, and the rabbit would run out. Caesar would run after it. The rabbit would, like, dart the other direction to avoid Caesar, and then Shadow just came up the middle and just... Like, my parents and I literally sat out there and watched my dogs, like, three-pronged attack a fucking giant rabbit. That's that's crazy. Yeah, I feel bad for the rabbit, but I'm also, like, kind of unpopular opinion 
pro food chain. Like, well, and 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 now they have Zeus. I'm with who, you. As, but as not if my cat eats my money. Because like Caesar, Caesar and Oreo still kind of you know they do their thing. They're old. You know Caesar's long in the tooth. He's one of those old dogs where if he sees somebody walking down the street, he'll bark. Oh. But most of the time he's laying around and just like pat my belly. I did my time. And <laughs> I remember when he was younger. Fair. Like, yeah. He was well, always yeah. banished to the backyard. Yeah, he and now he's just, but... he's just, like, he's got, like, the gray around his muzzle, and he's just, like, the, like, if he were in a movie, he'd be voiced by Sam Elliott. It's one of those, like, if he were in, like, a Gross, dog movie. Gross, he'd be more like the, I'm getting too old for this. Yeah, basically, that's what he, that's literally what it is. And Zeus, as, no, as I describe him, he's, he's about a year and a half old. He is, his birthday is, he'll be two on my birthday. Hmm. He's the bring of your mother's existence. He is, even though she Aww. loves him. Like, she'll literally rail against him. She'll just be like, I hate that fucking dog! I wish you never got him! But then every time I'm over there, she's like, oh, no, Susie! Like, she'll just dote over him. She's like that with all the dogs, except Caesar, who she loves all the time, because Caesar literally can do no wrong in her eyes. <laughs> because he doesn't really do anything. I mean, he's an old yeah. German shepherd. Like, he, he put his work in. Zeus, for being a young German shepherd, he's still, he's, he's the perfect mix, the perfect mix of Bambi and, and the, the Velociraptors from Jurassic Park. Like, because he's a vicious killing machine, but he doesn't like, he doesn't like know how legs work yet. But yeah, man, I, we took that, again, Caitlin, you were like, I'm sorry, my brain's in like, 15 different rabbit holes and we will go off track that's the point of the podcast good that's what we do good because I, I have topics i have topics but like have or had i i have them still okay where are they um well I, i'm not married to them because I, i'm doing another one of these maybe monday if my friends ryan and grant get in on it um i, I have one i wanted to talk about which is uh, a woman in nebraska um is wanting to sue all gay people for being gay Oh, yeah. She, she there's, filed there's a lawsuit of against all gay people. Or, so here's the thing that, like, I... Does that include the people who haven't yet admitted that they're gay? Uh, if, <laughs> if, apparently, if you're gay, she's suing you. And it's not, well, an, it's it's not a satirical, like, it's actually happening. But, but like, does, does that mean males who like males? Or does that mean, like... Because I feel like gay is, like, the umbrella term. So, like, That's if you're true. queer, you're wrong. But, like, the thing I want to know, because... I'm like a total law nerd, weirdly enough, even though I am I, too. I, get I to kind of like, all day. Hate, I hate the government. Levi, write this, uh, write this down, you know, edit that part out. But no, um, if, if I wasn't going to be a teacher, I wanted to be a lawyer. Um, so I want to know what the grounds are. Is this like, yeah, no kidding. Are, like pain Who, who's the plaintiff personal here? damages thing? Like you have made me uncomfortable and I have suffered therefore pay me or like right. you're infringing upon my religious liberties like it's, or, or my evil. or my civil rights because a lot of people sue gay people because they feel like their civil rights have been violated and not those are always the most um yeah interesting and bizarre cases i think it's religious it says here okay, in, in this time magazine article so we know it's legitimate i have a short hour-long documentary for you guys Tell, tell me, finish, finish telling me a, about this woman in Nebraska. A Nebraska woman is suing every gay person on earth and asking a federal judge to rule on whether homosexuality is a sin. Sylvia Driscoll, literally in our constitution, 66, describes herself as an ambassador of God and his son, Jesus Christ. <laughs> 
As a Christian, that makes me want to cry. And will serve as her own lawyer. And <laughs> Jesus Christ will be her lawyer. And I, I want to hear this she's woman serving as her own lawyer. And she's summoning, she's summoning Jesus Christ, who literally and, died for all of our sins, to come back to Earth for a miserable court case. Like what the, the hell? The case name. Like, oh. the case. And, and even just the the legal precedent of yep, this is a sin. It's not illegal. It's a the sin. case name is Driscoll v. Homosexuals. <laughs> Oh, it's not. I'm writing this down. Driscoll. Oh my god. Okay, Drisk. so we used to, I lived in like a really small, antiquated, small town that was in a bubble, and it's we actually had a grocery store called Driscoll's. And so now I'm like, oh my god, it's this grocery store versus homosexuality. Driscoll, <laughs> I mean, I mean, Hobby Lobby would probably do that. Um, yeah. Drisk, Driscoll be homosexuals, back, Dawn of Justice. The Dawn of Justice. I'm sorry, the Hobby Lobby thing. I heard someone refer to their wife as mother, Mike Pence style, the last time I was in Hobby Lobby, and that's when I knew I was just done. Yeah. I will ever see it. But anyway, what were you saying? No, I was going to say, Driscoll v. Homosexuals, Dawn of Justice. Driscoll fights the homosexuals until they both realize that their moms are named Martha, too. <laughs> this this wasn't an Onion article, was it? Was this like... No, this is... No, this this thing... With this woman is Time Magazine, 66-year-old woman is suing all gay people. Time. It's a legit thing. No, the, oh, the, it's so the Dawn stupid. of Justice, it's beautiful. the Martha thing I, I made up because of Batman versus Superman, which... Yes, and it was hilarious, and I laughed. I don't know how big, I don't know if anybody's a DC Comics. We're getting the fucking Snyder Cut of Justice League in 2021. Am I a fan of DC Comics? Let's zoom in on my background. It's literally a fan, like, I didn't, I did not draw this. But it's poison ivy with root. If you can oh, see yes. it. That's cute. I've always been more Marvel than DC, but I love me no. some fucking DC, dude. I like Marvel movies, not Marvel comics. I like don't Marvel. Even get started like I like that. Marvel properties. Like I, I obviously, if you look around my house, Raven, I think you you've been in my house a time or two, have you not? Yeah. It's yeah. it's been a minute because you know quarantine. But if you look around, literally, it's Spider Man, Deadpool, Deadpool, Jay, and Silent Bob. And then in my bedroom. I would say Bluntman and Chronic is probably the best comic. But oh, yeah. Like, it's pretty good. Well, yeah, because I, I got, well, I got a Jay and Silent Bob poster because my brother and I went to the, uh, the Fathom Events screening of Jay and Silent Bob Rebooted. Uh, and they gave out posters nice. to that everybody. That was a good movie. We need, we need to do that movie. We were just talking about, yeah. I would love to do Dude, that. I actually, um, Kevin I Smith and Jason Mewes, Jason Mewes did a, a stream on his Twitch um, and he was, like, raising Watch, money for right? charity, because a lot of people have been doing, like, charity Twitch streams. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he, he did a double feature of Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back and Jay and Silent Bob Rebooted, where uh -huh. he, like, watched it with his Twitch audience, and Kevin Smith, like, live-tweeted, because he was watching nice. it, too. Cool. Do they and they still were like, They do, yeah, yeah. Well, they still I do like Jay that. and Silent Bob Get Old, um, and they did a stream the other day. They have a show on YouTube called What's in the Box, where people, like, send them things. I've seen that. I've so they're seen like, that. That's and it's just them doing, like, unboxing stuff. Because And they also made a video game recently called what? Jay and Silent Bob's Mall Brawl, where, that like, you fight. It's a side-scrolling beat-em-up. But I forgot. Where you it play. You, it's, it's two players, so you can play as Jay and Silent Bob. And you fight, like, hockey players and the Easter Bunny and shit. Is it, you know, from all rest. Is it like a, like a Tekken Mortal Kombat? Or is it it's, more it's, like move through and fight enemies? It's like a Streets of Rage type. Oh, and it's like NES graphics and shit. It's really That's cool. Fantastic. I would enjoy that very much. I'm here for that. That's exactly. You know, I do. I, like, I love Kevin Smith so much. There's some things, though, like, lately, 
David and I have been going back to like milestone movies for us and Chasing Amy was always one of my favorite movies ever and I'm real worried it's not gonna hold up because it's been a the last time I watched it I was pretty good I'm yeah. a little I'm worried say, I haven't watched Amy in a while that's, that's, that's not the Kev Smith oh, wow. movie, I always, I mean, I always go back to Clerks, and I always go back to Mallrats. Those are always, like, the two. Yeah, Mallrats, for sure, but yeah, Chasing Amy's kind of my weird, like, niche, but the movie fair. we did, have you seen Chasing Amy? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's so good. Um, at least it was. I don't know. It, 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 it's good. It's good. I just remember the, look, at, look at this morose motherfucker right here. Looks like someone shit in his cereal. Nooch. What's a Nubian? That's my favorite <laughs> Um, but, uh, it, it, I need to rewatch this movie now. I'm gonna write it down because I'm like, man. It. It's even been when like quarantine's over, we sh even if we don't like do a riff, we should just watch it together. I gotta use the restroom, sure. so I'll be right back. No, I'm that's gonna, fine. I'm gonna. That's we can fine. take a little break here, and then when we come back, we can uh, shoot I the just shit. Go to bed. Oh, <laughs> but I want to keep you, talking. I'm about to say, you if you want to end, we can we can end. It's fine. I'm not like married to it. No. I'm no, trying to I, keep these about an hour, hour and a half. We've been going for about an hour and a half. Honestly, what I need to do is I need to stuff my face with a fat hot dog and a pretzel bun that I keep, like, putting off eating because now I feel, like, hungry. But I feel like it's weird if I'm – and this, this, this was why I asked you if we were going to be on video because I was like, I don't think I can talk about these things while I'm stuffing my face with a giant one-foot wiener. Like, mm. Mm. Like we're gonna start an OnlyFans. Come on. Yeah, uh, oh God, yeah right. I'll get all, all right. the fans because they'll think that that's all my we Patreon can, we is. Can, we can stay. I got paid. I got paid in Korea to eat. I know. Food. I wanted to talk about that actually because I've seen those videos because they're on YouTube and you you posted them before. I remember. So took me three gonna, years to I'm admit that I had break. that. We're gonna come back. We're gonna talk about Caitlin's mukbang experience. Well, we also need to then... talk about her in the night. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go drain my vein. I'm not a furry, but I wrote for that. That's disgusting, and I'll be right back. Okay. Not kink shame, but ew. We're gonna take a bite. It's not kink shaming. I had to pee. Or if you're talking about the furry thing, that too. It's you're both. both. It's yourself. fine. It's it's they're both gross. should be on like a pontoon boat dude there's a there's a ride at disney called jungle cruise or whatever Ooh. and they're making a movie out of it and of course it's, it's because the disney movie in 2020 it's fucking gonna start dwayne the rock johnson yeah that's because eddie murphy isn't doing disney world ride movies can anymore. you imagine eddie murphy eddie murphy is jack sparrow be like, oh my god i'm the best fucking pirate in the world <laughs> oh my god i am uh, there's absolutely a parallel universe where eddie murphy is captain jack sparrow dude all and i want uh, out of life like i know people i'm like eddie murphy's going back to stand up Ugh. i just want a beverly hills cop 4 can we make that happen please can i get I'm beverly hills cop saying. 4 I want to be in, the whole reason I was listening to Hawaii Five-0 is because, like, wearing this, I looked myself in the mirror with, like, the Hawaiian shirt and my beard, and I was like, I got some real, like, Magnum P.I., like, Hawaii Five-0, like, cop show vibes going on. Yeah, like, and you got, like, the palm trees in the back, and it's really, it's working, man. We need to get you a dune buggy. Also, can somebody text Eddie Murphy and make sure he's all right? Because that can't matter last time I fucking heard anything. I surely hope that no one's going to come out with any he got in a 
Dude, speaking of that, he got an award. I forget what it was. It might have been the Mark Twain Prize, because I know he's won that before. What and is he, Mark Twain Prize? It's, it's a prize for, like, fiction writers. Yeah, it's huge. Satire. Like, Mike Birbiglia also got it. Um, I think that's what it was, but Eddie, Eddie Murphy... Eddie Murphy... Like, I'm gonna cut in. We totally just went off me eating pasta, listening to Hawaii Five-O. It's okay. I'm just about to stuff my face with basically, like, a PMS, like, I needed this in my life today. Eddie Murphy got a prize, and it was, like, right after Bill Cosby had been, like, fully convicted and sent to jail. Mm-hmm. And if you've seen Delirious, which is Eddie Murphy's, like, first big comedy special, he talks about, he talked about Bill Cosby, and it might have been Raw. It was one of the two, like, the, the big ones that Eddie Murphy's done. And he talked about Bill Cosby of, like, where Bill Cosby was like, And you use the profanity in your show. And Eddie Murphy's, like, literally just like, Yeah, I wonder if me saying fuck is really the biggest deal in Bill Cosby's world right now, motherfucker. Yeah. But he, he also did an impression of Richard Pryor. He was like, man, I got so upset because, like, I don't know if this is racist. I just love Eddie Murphy, so I go into an Eddie Murphy impression. This is a do it. Not, not an appropriation. Exactly. But he's just like, and, and, and also I've seen all those specials millions and millions of times because obviously it's Eddie Murphy. But he's yeah. just like, man, I got so upset about, like, he's like, Bill Cosby, he's America's dad. Cosby showing shit. He just called and railed on me like I'm one of the Cosby kids for saying fuck in a comedy special. So I called Richard Pryor. I'm like, Richard, fucking Bill Cosby just called and jumped my ass. And Richard Pryor was like, you tell that motherfucker I said suck my dick. Jello pudding eating motherfucker. And I just I just love a world where just like Richard Pryor is telling Bill Cosby to go fuck himself. Oh yeah. That's a, that's a, that's really a fun world. I want to see Dave Chappelle do Bill Cosby versus Eddie Murphy and Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. I want to see this. Like I want to see this as an epic rap battle. Oh, Dude. I just love, I'm so glad, like, Chappelle's special was pretty good, and, like, Bill mm-hmm. Burr's newest one's been good. Um, Mike Birbiglia, the new one, I knew was good, because it just came out on Netflix. Writing down. <laughs> Mike Birbiglia, the new one. Okay. It just came out on Netflix, but I, I saw it at Clues Memorial Hall at Butler. He did a live show. I went with Bailey oh, and, nice. and my friend Kaylee Watler. Oh, um, because um, ah, Ellie was supposed to go, but couldn't, so... She was like, hey, I have an extra ticket. I was like, to my friend Kaylee, who works in the admissions company. She's like, yeah, sure. Because Kaylee's, Kaylee's one of my best friends on the planet. Her birthday was yesterday. She Congrats is, to she's, her, George. She is with child. And she is her. she's engaged to Mr. George White, who was our original host of Tolly's comedy. I remember and, George White because we connected over the yeah, over Korea. Yeah. yeah. And, they have they have chosen me to officiate their wedding. Oh, that's Good. amazing! So, that's so last. I need did, to get. Did we have that conversation here. not that long ago? Or did I think I we did. You not in the room. <laughs> I think that's you funny. and I, you and I had that conversation when you did. I think it was when you did my tarot reading. Probably hmm. either that's that or I just messaged you and was like, "Hey." I think you and Colin should do like a UFC cage match on who gets to. Uh, I do have you napkins on my desk. Yeah. My wedding. And then whoever loses has to back David up on his weird dream of, hey, David. He's not around. David's going to do a weird prince thing at our wedding. He wants to 
He wants a pipe organ or something. I gotta find him. And have him See, I, I think that should be Colin because Colin's more musically talented than I am. See, Chris, Chris, in, in his mind, our wedding was gonna be on like the side of a lake, and his his best man was gonna ride in on like a little boat with like a bastard sword. I thought you were gonna say like, a little horse, horse, and I was like, done. <laughs> no. No, and we, we actually had the opportunity to do that, but my stepmom is a wedding photographer. On a little fucking Sancho Panza, or knows like, of, like, you can't, you can't put, no, 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 you, you can't put, like, ten people on a dock and not expect somebody to fall into the water. That's so true. I was immediately Obviously. like, hi, I'm Johnny Knoxville, welcome to Jackass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because there are tons, there are video compilations of people thinking that it's going to be a romantic thing, and then the dock literally crashes out from under them. That is funny. You have to explain to us your prince-related dreams for our wedding. Prince. Yeah. What? The artist no was prince? How you were going to wear a fucking purple cape and play a pipe organ? Don't act like this is fucking news. You're gaslighting me. Don't yeah. gaslighting me. He's like, what are you talking about? We were clearly going to have a, a fucking David Bowie wedding. Okay, so yeah, I, I want to wear a cape to our wedding. This has been a thing for purple like cape? six um, years. Purple cape. I also would like to play uh, Purple Rain on the pipe organ. Ah, that and makes have this whole like extended sequence where David's gonna like, like you know the 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 sprinklers are gonna come on in the oh, yeah. He's That's gonna be beautiful. like really getting into it, and he's gonna look up. The water to, better be purple. To see me, like, lovingly admiring him, I'm actually going to be, like, outside smoking a cigarette yeah. during a solo thing. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to play into an empty room. What so we can do is we can we can get a hologram projector and have a fog machine. So when you're mm -hmm. out smoking, we'll just have, like, hologram raven, like what they did with Tupac. Just acknowledging that. And just, happening. like... <laughs> yeah, because the whole thing is that Levi and Colin Boggs are going to do um, a UFC cage match to see who officiates our wedding, and then whoever loses has to be your backup to your weird purple rain thing. <laughs> or, like, whoever wins. <laughs> right, right. And also, we all know Colin would win handily. I'm small and frail. We were just talking about short people have a low center of gravity. And I really do, though. As well. yeah. I really That's do, though. true. Don't, don't, don't discount yourself, Levi. You I'll have I'll have Connor Power like train me before and we'll just do I want to see your 80s training compilation. No, com what it's going to be is Colin and I are both going to show up to your wedding. If this happens, we're both going to show up wearing like flannels and we're just going to have to like unbutton the sleeves like Letterkenny. Oh, no. We're just going to go full just like just yes. Wayne from Letterkenny. You have to take one drag of a cigarette and then Yeah. Well, and then you got to we got to like hit hit the the Gus and Brew and just be like Exactly. In the laneway. Don't come up the property. Keep it in the laneway. Don't come up the property. <laughs> Anybody that tries to tell me that Trailer Park Boys is better than Letterkenny can oh. suck a thousand dicks. You got no clue. I was awing Raven, not the sucking a thousand dicks, just to clarify. What? But I agree. <laughs> oh, man. I say that as somebody who was the opening act for the Greasy Caveman from Trailer Park Boys. Not, I'm not the biggest fan of Trailer Park Boys. Yeah, I definitely yeah. like Letterkenny better as far as my my hick Canadian situational comedies. Like Trailer Park Boys is like it just tries a little too hard to be like funny and absurd. Yeah, and Letterkenny is like so understated. 
Letterkenny is snappy with the dialogue, whereas I feel like Trailer Park Boys is more just like, look at how fucked up this is. Ricky, yeah, quit. Or you, you gotta start selling dope again. That's like the only thing I remember about Trailer like, Park like, Boys. Letterkenny's whole thing is in the dialogue because the dialogue is so just like, it's literally like if you, you blink and you miss it type. Yeah, di- like it hits you so very just like quick with the jokes. Absolutely. And like the, the ability of to like mess with wordplay and stuff. Like most people, yeah. it's like akin to you doing um, limericks for standup. It's like yeah. them doing their it's weird alliteration art. thing at the start of a season. Like, oh, it's good shit. It's a good time. Y'all get boners for it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. As my fiance comes upstairs for bed and is like, what is she actually doing? Yeah. Oh, he knows what's up. I, I've heard him do, y'all have done karaoke a time or two. He, yeah, we have. He's been able like, to hang. Drunk. He can, he can. We've had conversations before. He's, yeah, he's yeah, been able he's, to chill with the crew. funny. Um, but we, we just got a new mattress. And so, but he's like going away for the weekend. So he, he's like, well, I'm going to bed on, on our new mattress. And I'm like, you shut up. And that's honestly why I was late because we had to wait four hours for this mattress to like not be vacuum sealed. Oh. And so late and so in I was, air quotes, like I wasn't going across the street to the liquor store to get the Seagram's. That's fair. That's fair. I was literally just laying on a cloud being like, Oh God, am I going to be able to make it on time to this? podcast because I just got a new mattress after throwing away a mattress that is supposedly 30 years old so damn son yeah to quote Indiana Jones it belongs in a museum it really does Chris Chris argues with me about like how old that bed is too because but I'm like Chris you're turning 31 in May it is not outside the realm of possibility that a bed your mom had when you were a kid is the same age as you. <laughs> like, but I'm not that mean, so. I well, I mean, I get that, though. Like, I, the, the bed frame that I had before the one I have now, I literally had since I was, like, two. Like, when I moved out of my parents' house, yeah. I was just like, and I'm going to take this. So, mattress warranties. Let me tell you, my, our new mattress, it's a Nectar mattress, which they are not paying me for this, but it is This amazing. podcast brought to you by Purple Mattress. Nectar Fuck mattress. Nectar. No, 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 <laughs> Purple Mattress. We did a bunch of research. We laid on beds for 10 minutes over the course of, like, every week for six months. Like, we and did then they bought, and, and then they went mattress shopping. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. And then we've been mattress shopping for a while, right? And, and we both have, like, chronic back pain, so this is something that, like, doctors have been telling us, like, stop right stop sleeping on a piece on a piece of cardboard and get yourself something good you're gonna take your mattress official sponsors of the marvin's room podcast with 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 that oh so good money from you know everybody's favorite daddy trump we went and bought ourselves a mattress so um and an adjustable base which we're kind of ticked about because it they told us the day before it was supposed to get here that there was a shipping delay which like i get that but like mattress warranties are very strict and so I found out that even though this mattress has literally a lifetime warranty if you don't follow like all the fine print you're just screwed and so I I can't ever see like actually having a lifetime warranty on this thing because if you lay on it without a special protector cover on it you voided the warranty if you like literally if anything touches anything that is a human or animal body or like hair drifting in the wind touches this mattress they can't take it back because it's illegal right it, it's actually illegal to like sell yeah. a mattress so like i get that but the thing that baffled me was that you had to get a brand new base with the brand new mattress otherwise you void the warranty from the first time you put it on 
on like an old box spring. And, and they actually explained really why. And it was really, it made a lot of sense. But at the same time, I was just like, mattress warranties are bullshit because there's no way, like, especially as a scientist being like the sweat and cum and hair and like spit. Cause I drool when I, I don't know about you, but like, if I fall asleep with my mouth open, it's a mess. And I'm like, there is no way, you know, mattress protectors are great and all, but I'm not going to sleep on that bed again. <laughs> like, yeah. Seven, oh, dude, yeah, no, years I, uh... how long they say a bed lasts. Don't sleep on it if it's older, because it's gross. And there are little mites in there that are eating your skin and making mm. sure that everything's good, and they're pooping, and they're pooping so much. So, like, don't keep your mattress. This is my PSA today. Like, don't, don't keep a mattress that is 30 years old, especially if you have chronic back pain. Learn from my mistakes. If your mattress is more than seven years old, don't do it. If your mattress is more than seven years old and you've got the back pain, get the chronic. That's what I got out of that. Exactly. There you go. Perfect synopsis. So, see, I can tell when I've had you enough because I'm starting to get like Kevin Smith. Like, <laughs> all right, kids. Uh, I saw you Kevin being like, move here. This We're still way, too fat like, to fly. I'm like, are you no, reminding um, yourself or do I need to move? No, 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 no. Trust me. I, I know the significance of having a mattress topper. Yes. Just from uh, a, a woman that I used to see, mattress toppers. You definitely want one of them shit. That I used <laughs> to know. Oh my god, I hate that song so much. I, but I love you dude, guys. And like, real talk. I <laughs> I was driving home from work, and this has been like two years ago. I was mm. driving home from work, and um, <laughs> I'm trying to hide, but I can't because it's a giant food. No, actually, I, you know what? I actually was not trying to draw attention to that. My battery's I know, I wasn't either, but I'm terrible at not drawing attention to those kinds the, of things. The AC adapter on my laptop came out. My, it was like, your battery's running low. I was like, no, it's What's not. That? It was because the cord came out. So now I got to readjust. Um, go. Disaster averted. I was driving home, and I was uh, at a light. I had my windows down because it was the middle of the summer, and that song was on. And I got to the part of the, the chorus. And I was belting, and I was like, and you didn't have to cut me off. And I looked to my left, and somebody had just gotten rear-ended. <gasps> and they were looking at me, and I was like, this is an awkward situation. I'm glad I don't know those people. I went to work the next day and found out that I did know one of those people. Turns out it was Kaylee Wattler. <laughs> Oops. Oh, because she was like, yeah, so, I was like, she was like, that was you? Of course it yes, was. Yes, that was me. Uh, that's I hilarious. And I had to listen to some freaking bozos singing so, Dodier. Oh my God. And, and it happened to be the line, but you didn't have to cut me off as she had gotten rear-ended because somebody got cut off. Somebody cut her off. I, I feel like I kind of like fetishize the, the music of what was the the wildest and most interesting time of my life which was at like 18 years old the last time that i wasn't in a committed relationship um Fair. but uh but yeah i mean like something about when i was like the summer like before i turned 18 where you you had sail by a wall nation yes. that song that like, sounds great the, the the only year of my life that one of my friends was able to get a car and i didn't have to ride a freaking bus so i felt like i was like I was that the, friend. I was, I was a made man, friend. you know, like, I didn't, I didn't have a car, uh, but yeah, so, like, I'm driving to school, and I'm listening to this, like, so, like, that music to me is so special, and then, like, 
I uh, hang out with my brother and his partner who I yeah. recently found out is exactly 10 years younger than me. So I was like, I was talking about My Chemical Romance and they were like, uh, oh, you know, I wasn't really into like, you know, I like this album because it's the only one I was alive for. And I thought that they <laughs> yeah, were like, I missed, just missed them. Yeah, I, I thought that that they were kind of like exaggerating or, you know, putting it on. Yeah. Where I was like, oh my Ouch. God, you were born in 2004. That's like, what I feel about my sister. I hate that. 2003. Yeah. I hate everything about that. But that's, <laughs> that's, all of us get uncomfortable. No, honestly, that's how a lot of it was at, at the writing center, though, because like all the people that were like younger than us, I mean. And it's weird because if you Caitlin, stay you there, were, you're like you were one of those people, it. but like you were like an old soul. Like you knew, you knew it's the so older funny. media. Yeah, people look at me and they're like, oh, you're so cute and you're a baby. And then I'm like, I used to write Housewife yeah. porn when I was. Well, like, well, that's the thing. Is like you, you knew the old media. Like people that anybody that was yeah, ever like I was broke as shit as a kid and didn't have a TV. Well, that's I was what it was. It, it was like it was like, but that was before your time. It's like motherfucker. It wasn't. My dad made sure that I knew about music shit. From yeah, my age. parents. Like, I was young, listening to vinyl and fucking eight tracks. Like literally, my dad yeah. and I used to like sit. And, like, he'd be like, yo, check out this 8-track. And he would, like, it would be like an Elvis, because it's my dad, Elvis 8-track, and that's why I became such a big Elvis fan. Was I'm curious, like, how different families, especially, like, different socioeconomic levels, yes, I, I can handled, see on your face. like, handled going to DVD, because, like, we fought it hard. Oh, yeah, so did my family, man. Like my well, my mom recorded stuff on VHS for my brother and I. Like there was there yeah. was a marathon of Scooby Doo, and I think my brother and I like burnt out that tape because my mom recorded it off TV on a VHS tape. Either that or my sister broke it because she wrecked, she put a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in a VHS player, and I that was like the only time I think my mom ever actually spanked her. She's trying to record Matlock. It's fine. <laughs> She had no idea what she was doing. I think she was, like, three or something, like, like To uh, be fair, VCRs do kind of look like toasters. They really do. Like, I'm <laughs> like, you don't toast a peanut butter and jelly sandwich after you've made it. Well, I wouldn't know. I have a peanut allergy. I've never made a peanut butter. Okay, okay. Sandwich. I'm sorry. I did not no. mean. Even though, like, like, my family, like, we lived in a trailer park, but, like, we could afford things at, like, tax time or whatever. You know, it was one of my those. My family didn't. We got kicked my... out because we were always renting and being loud. <laughs> I was poor shit. Aww. It's okay. Like, I live in a family where it's it. like, we were kind of poor, but we, we did all right. Yeah. My right. dad, my dad's a techie. Like, my dad's a big so computer. Fun. So we adopted the DVD. Like, I remember being, like, eight years old, going to Sam's Club, getting our first DVD player, and they gave us two free DVDs, and my dad, because my mom let my dad pick, because she didn't give a shit, our first two DVDs were RoboCop and The Matrix. <laughs> Oh wow. yeah! Now that is an aesthetic. Even, so, the first DVD first I owned was The Matrix, which I actually watched literally this week. You're welcome. I think mine was called something like, it's it's the best horse movie ever, and I hate horse movies. But it was called like The Littlest Unicorn or something. It was like this live action unicorn? movie. With, oh, about that. Maybe. Animated. No, it, it wasn't animated. animated. It was live action, but like the horse was animated, and it was like turn of the century style, like. Like, you, you look at it now, and you're like, oh, it's kind of good. But, I mean, it, the writing was terrible. But it's not, a, it's not a bad story. Like, I forced a bunch of my friends to watch it during a slumber party, because I never had slumber parties and didn't know what to do. So I was basically just a dictator with what we were doing. And I was like, we're going to watch The Last Little Unit. I can't even remember what this movie was called. But it was basically like they, it, it was like, 
oh god what, what was the synopsis of this movie like this girl her horse dies right like giving birth to another horse at the beginning of the movie so it's already horrible and shouldn't be for kids kind Thank of like fuck. yeah right um but she gives birth to a unicorn right a literal unicorn and so it's like whoa we didn't think this was gonna happen no wonder was- she no wonder the horse died she had a yeah. had a fucking unicorn horn coming through the horse <laughs> yeah and so, and so they're they're trying to basically <laughs> keep this unicorn existence <laughs> I mean, it's right, right? Um, they're trying to keep this unicorn's existence like a secret, right? And there, there's like the circus that comes to town. And really, the whole film is like an allegory for animal abuse in circus. George Hamilton's in the movie. That's tight. <laughs> you found it? I found it on IMDb. <laughs> It was actually not, like, even even watching it as an adult, which I have done because I'm that kind of, like, desperate for nostalgia. <laughs> like, I, I'm like, it's not bad. Like, some of the characters are just, like, deplorable, though. Like, Yo. they're really good or really bad, and there's no character growth on either side. So you're like, Ugh. David <laughs> Warner's in the movie, and he, David Warner, okay, so he's a guy who I never knew his name. He's one of those actors, you don't know his name, you know his face. Right. Mm-hmm. If you I always go, hey, it's that guy, whenever they show up. Exactly. He's done voice work in Gumball. Mm. Um, popular with the kids, I hear. If you've seen Tron, he is Ed Dillinger slash Commander Sark in I Tron. I do not like Tron. I'm sorry. He's the, he's the villain I'm in not Tron. sorry. I just didn't like it. I watched it like four times. The first Tron's all right. Tron Legacy isn't like that great of a plot. But it's visually awesome, and Daft Punk is visually the it was soundtrack. a great movie. I just didn't so, like the story. <laughs> and and you know you get to have skin. You, well, in Tron Legacy, the sound the the sequel. Yeah, I never. You get to have you get to have um what's her face? Oh god! Oh god! What's her name? She was date. She's dating. Uh, she's you know dating, that it's gotten serious when we're all whipping out our phones and googling things. She's dating Pete Davidson now. No, not her. I don't know where my that's phone Kate is. Um, Tron. <laughs> She's married. No, this. Oh God, I'm just gonna look it up. I'm trying to be like, yo, I know movies. Uh, Olivia Wilde. That's me with movies. Oh yeah. You can see <laughs> I Olivia say Wilde. I'm trying a, to remember her face and think I know who I'm. You can see Olivia Wilde in a skin tight fucking suit and shit. And then they bring back Jeff Bridges because he's in the first movie. But literally, they're just like. I knows people. They're just like he's old. He's gonna be the dude still. It's just like the dude mm, inside of a okay. computer. That's just and the Jeff like, Bridges character in the Tron sequel. He's really pushing me to watch The Giver with Jeff Bridges. Um, I've heard the that. Dude's the dude's the Giver. I haven't seen, it I haven't seen that. Sorry, I'll write it down. Yeah, I think. On my <laughs> diminishing sticky note. <laughs> I'm, I'm due. I'm, I'm about due for my bi-monthly viewing of The Big Lebowski. I tend to watch that movie like every couple of months. I, on on Cinco de Mayo, I had my like semi-annual viewing of The Rum Diary, and then remembered that Amber Heard's a piece of shit. Yeah, that's fair. I, uh, we were talking about nostalgia stuff. Did y'all watch, like, the weird 12-minute animated Puff the Magic Dragon? Yes. Growing up? Puff the Magic Dragon. That's my jam. Like, if your parents did any kind of drugs, you definitely watch that. We definitely had the VHS of it. And I watched, like, every once in a while, I do it in, like, a weird 3 a.m. delirium. Like, I'll find it on YouTube and watch it by myself, like, every couple of years. And it holds up, man. Weird. I, I watched that and that's I watched I, I had because he had Puff the Magic Dragon in his classroom. <laughs> so that's a conversation for off Damn son. Yeah. I, I had that. I and I watched the DVD of it was Peter Pan, but not the animated Peter Pan. It was like a live stage adaptation where Peter Pan's played by an adult woman. Yes. And I had the DVD of that. And then of course the usual Indian in the cupboard, 
Oh yeah. Space Jam, Lion King, like you know, growing up in the nineties. The 90s. classics. Yeah. yeah. Classic. When we got our first DVD player, they gave us like a little like mail-in slip where they were like, check off three movies. So Sweet. my mom, my mom picked one. My dad picked one, and they were like, you boys decide <laughs> you, you boys yeah. fight it out and my brother being three years and many pounds more than myself i wanted the rocky and bullwinkle live action movie uh, my brother yeah. wanted mystery men and mm-hmm. i've never i've i've never been happier to lose an argument that's what like oh, really? because mystery <laughs> men is now one of my favorite movies of all time <laughs> it's the i literally call it in that movie like i literally oh call God. it hipster avengers because it's the it's literally a superhero team movie. Is the like movie I need to watch Avengers. It was made. Mystery Men. I know what you're talking about. It's like one of those vague things that I'm like I remember watching this, but I don't remember. It was it was a team. It was a team superhero movie that came out six months before X Men. X-Men, the first X-Men is widely credited as the movie that repopularized superheroes, because before Mm -hmm. that, all we had was, like, it was literally the the Christopher Reeves Superman movies. Yep. And then the the Tim Burton slash Joel Schumacher Batman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Blade. That was, like, the whole that we had as far as superheroes. Wow, that was a, that was, those were the dark times, considering, like, Marvel movies and stuff now are so big with, like, the general public. Well, and that's the thing is because at that time, Marvel was in the fucking shitter. Like, they literally filed bankruptcy. They were selling to yeah. whatever, whoever would buy it. There's Fox, another documentary with Stan Lee all about that, and it's really good. If you yeah, and then, and then Fox came out with X-Men. X-Men was a huge success. It popularized Hugh Jackman, and Hugh Jackman fucking just shot off like a rocket. Still is. He was doing fucking you know? musicals and shit before that. And like, I know. Wolverine, and he's now he's just, it's just like. What, what was the movie? It was called Logan, right? Yeah, the last, yeah. I, I watched that when I was in Korea, and it was pretty cool. So good. Korean movie theater, but, but yeah. That, I was in, like, when Wonder Woman, I missed a bunch of movies because I was in Korea and didn't want to go sit in a theater for three hours, you know? But yeah, what? I watched I watched Logan in, in like, Amer- with Korean subtitles. It was awesome. I'm about that to say, much, much like everybody who just illegally pirated it, you just got to be in a theater. Because you were both reading Korean subtitles. I just got to pay more money and sit on a couch with my friend, because this is green movie theaters. I got to eat fried squid, and they had, like, six different kinds of popcorn, so much so that I mixed three of them together, and I don't even remember what they were. And then and you got a bunch of free really cool. That, honestly, I think Korea beats out Ireland, because Ireland's, like, they had slightly nicer seats in a McDonald's inside the theater, and that's, that's cool. cool. Fucking A. Okay, you guys would have lost your mind, especially Levi, because when I walked into this movie theater, they had a bar with, like, a, a this round, small stage meant for, like, a single person, and there was a girl there singing and playing the guitar, singing one of my favorite songs, um, obviously in Korean, but she was singing it in, like, a different genre, and I was just like, is this a movie theater, or is this, like, you know, a bar, like, is, and, and I genuinely, I thought of you, Levi, because I was like, Levi is gonna walk, like, oh, like, Levi's gonna walk in here and take the stage, like, I literally oh, thought yeah. of you in that moment, 
So, cause I was just like, what? I was like, is this even a movie theater? Like, where am I right now? And it was like in a mall too. Just roll really- up, just roll up and grab the mic. And just be like, Anyong everybody. Welcome to the, <laughs> the, the, the Alamo Draft House Korea comedy open mic. I'm your host, Levi Elmore. And we're gonna- I, I would have laughed. I would have laughed. I have to tell you a couple things before we get too far away from Mystery Men, because like, yes. there's obviously like great people in it, like- For the entire cast. But, but like, and the more Michael Bay is an extra in it. Corbin Blue from High School Musical. Oh my god! Like Michael Bay, the like blow it up filmmaker. Corbin Blue is it? Um, CeeLo Green. Like that's right. Oh my god! Yeah, I completely forgot that all of these people were was Invisible Boy. Yeah, yeah, because it, the main team, the team of the superheroes, it's Kel Mitchell as the Pee Wee Herman. Pee Wee Herman oh. is is the spleen. Who has oh the power God. to fart? So, I, at, I do. I do know this movie. Janine Macy, fucking William H Macy, Janine Garofalo, Hank yeah, Azaria, Ben Stiller, and then Tom Waits is like their Q. He's our tech guy. I freaking who, love Tom Waits. Eddie Izzard's in it. Like, Eddie Izzard's in it. Dang Great Kinnear. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh! I am the waffler. It's the movie. It's the movie. Here's the it's it's the movie that was the first movie to have All Star by Smash Mouth on the soundtrack. Oh, the music video, the music video for All Star, they actually did a, a a Mystery Men music video for All Star. Oh my god! I need and to then that a year video. later, it was in Shrek, and now everybody just remembers it as like the song from Shrek. But it's not. Which I love Shrek, but like, yeah, like, uh, so I feel like such a hipster because I'm just like, man, watching damn Mystery Men and watching it back, I'm like, it totally, it's such a big, like, picturesque of like the go go era of the 90s when like the 60s came back for three years. Oh, yeah. yeah. And oh, you get like DJ D Light with like Groove is in the Heart and like all of that <laughs> kind of style came back in the 90s. Like, obviously, it makes sense because that's when like Fanta fucking hit it big. The fucking Wanta Fanta, don't you? Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember. <laughs> so like, it, 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 it makes total sense. Like, oh, holy man. crap, dude. Like, it's just, and, and God, was it Claire Forlani? Is, is mm-hmm. Ben Stiller's love interest in the movie? Right, man. Uh, and then, um, what's his face? I can't remember his name. He was, he was Barbosa in Pirates of the Caribbean. He was the villain in the first movie. Oh, yeah. He's, Very he's, Jeffrey Rush, he's Casanova Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. He's the fucking villain in the movie, and he's so You're good. Damn right. And you got the Sphinx, like that cast is so just like I want another Mystery Men movie because like there were actually comics. It was a Dark Horse um, property because there was a comic character called the Flaming Carrot. It was literally a man, and his head was a carrot that was on fire. And the Mystery Men were in the Flaming Carrot universe, and it was kind of like a Suicide Squad thing where every couple episodes you'd get a new team of mystery men because the mystery men, they were the loser superheroes like we see in the movie. But in the comics, they were so incompetent that they'd literally get fucking killed. Uh, like, every mission, a new member would get killed. So you had, like, a rotating cast. It was a very much like a Suicide Squad type of thing. That, is that would work so well in the modern day with what we've seen oh, from yeah. Suicide so, Squad, Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy, and now Maybe. James Gunn making a Suicide Squad like, movie. Because I think that, like... The the squad it would work. It would work so well. It would. I I personally am of a camp that 
I'm not a fan of the superhero franchise shit. And that's fine if everybody else is. I, I don't care. I'm not ripping on them. You're allowed. Just like I'm allowed. It's not interesting to me because it takes itself so freaking seriously. Yeah. yeah. It's like, corporation you know, sometimes you get a little bit of comic relief. You, you get a Gardens of the Guardians, the Gardens, Guardians of the Galaxy, like every freaking 10 yeah. movies. But it's like, yeah. and that's what like X-Men and Mystery Men are my jam. Like I don't like superhero movies. Freaking love X-Men movies. Yeah. Like, Oh, I've watched, I've watched the cartoon, like, oh, yeah. I love it all, dude. I actually watched X-Men in Ireland. That was the movie I saw when I was in Ireland. Shout yeah. out. It was the Apocalypse one, whatever. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it's like, if you're, for me, I guess anything, like, do it, but make it funny. Then you'll reel me in, man. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the thing. It's like, a lot of people gave Thor Ragnarok a lot of shit, because they were like, they made a joke out of Thor Ragnarok, and like there's, and like I, I would admit, I was like, I like Guardians of the Galaxy. It had the perfect balance of like, okay, there's some like, there's a lot of comedy and humor, yeah, but it, it was still the, the, the thing with Ragnarok, I, I was on the fence. I love Ragnarok. I love Thor Ragnarok, but I was on the fence where I was like, we don't need a joke every two seconds here, guys. That's because like they're, but it was I mean, such a good palate cleanser from the first two Thor movies. Because the first two yeah. Thor movies are very... Well, the first movie was directed by frigging um, the guy that did all the, the Shakespeare movies. Oh, yeah. We just watched... Um, um, he was in Wild Wild West, which I'm so What is his name? Because they trying to get me to watch Romeo and Juliet. Mm, He's oh, one of my favorite directors, which I'm, I'm, I'm just... Kenneth Branagh. Mm-hmm. Yep. The first one was directed by Kenneth Branagh, and it very much has that, like, there's a little bit of humor, literally all from Kat Dennings and nobody else, and then Thor smashing the fucking, he's like, oh, I like coffee, another, and he smashes it on the floor. Mm-hmm. But then the second movie is such a fucking drag, bro. Like, they don't, well, first of all, you get Chris Eccleston, who's fucking Doctor Number 9, in your villain role, and you don't even let him stretch his legs, because they're like, he's the villain, yeah. just kidding, we gotta jerk off Loki for another fucking movie. Mm-hmm. And then you get Ragnarok, and then they Taika Waititi, who I don't think has done anything that's not comedic, but the dude's a fucking powerhouse. Like I, I between Jojo Rabbit and what we do in the shadows, and then because literally Chris Hemsworth was like ready to not do Thor movies anymore. Like he was actually kind of getting sick of it, mm-hmm. mostly because part of it was just of how much work it was to stay in shape. Because oh, okay. he literally he was doing a press release and he was like. It sucks playing a character like Thor, because he was like, if I even take, like, two days off my training, Thor is officially less buff than Captain America, because Mm -hmm. Chris Evans went fucking hard for Captain America. So Hemsworth was like, literally, if I take a day off, I'm scrawnier than Captain America, and I'm supposed to be the god of thunder. And also the hair and everything, which he actually got a lot of inspiration from Kevin Smith, because Kevin Smith was like, let the man fucking cut his hair, it's Thor, he can do whatever he wants. And then, so, in Thor Ragnarok, when that scene with him, with them, like, shaving his fucking head, that was apparently inspired by that, because Chris Hemsworth was like, hey, man, can we just cut my hair? I'm dying. I'm literally dying. (laughs) So. I love that kind of stuff. And then they got to have, like, the comedic thing. But, yeah, a lot of them just become parodies. And that's why I love and hate X-Men movies, because there's a certain point. Like, X-Men 3, the one that was directed by fucking Brett Ratner, the guy that did Rush Hour. That's where that original series became like a parody of itself. Because it was just like, yeah. all right. And then. We'll get a little get, silly with it. And then you get Days of Future Past, and it's like, oh shit, X Men movies are good. I forgot. 
Yeah, that's the one. Because that's the one with little Ellen Page in it and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, because Ellen, yeah, Ellen Page was in Ellen Page was in X Men Three, and then what she comes she back and she's Shadowcat. She's Kitty Pryde. Oh, okay, yeah. And that's like the Days of Future Past is the weird. Beach Where they go back to the seventies, yeah. Or yeah, what's and then there's one more after that, right? And then yeah, so it goes, it goes, it goes, and then it goes, it goes X Men One, Two, and Three, and then it goes, and then they did First Class. Mm-hmm. With like that's where you introduce like McAvoy and 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 the younger cast. Right. And then they do Days of Future Past where they combine the two. Yep. And then they did X-Men Apocalypse, which is only, wow. which is, that's where they introduce the young, like, Jean Grey Cyclops. Mm-hmm. It's where you get, like, Sansa Stark as Jean Grey. Yep. Which was and awesome. Cool. I, I, I like the cast. I wasn't really a huge fan of X-Men Apocalypse just because it didn't it, feel like, a, it didn't feel like Apocalypse did anything. Like, you get yeah. Oscar Isaac as Apocalypse, and Oscar Isaac's a pretty strong fucking actor, Poe Dameron, and, like, he's not a lightweight. But yeah. Apocalypse is kind of, Apocalypse is really, like, the, even more than Magneto, the end-all, be-all villain of the X-Men. Like, he's, like, if any, if the X-Men had, like, a final boss, it's mm-hmm. fucking Apocalypse. And then they did, like, didn't they do the weird thing where, like, just kidding, none of this actually happened. Yeah. Yes, they did. They, like, they, well, like, and then, fine, then they, get, they get to the end of the movie, and they're like kind of getting their asses kicked a little bit, right. and then that's when fucking Sansa Stark, Jean Grey is like, "Oh right, I'm the Phoenix," and just murks everybody. Like it's literally the last five minutes of the movie, and she's just like, oh, "Done," and she's like, "Okay, I guess that all just didn't fucking matter." What are you doing over there? Okay, so my mics were throwing a fit because they smelled my hot dog and wanted bread, and they can't have bread because if they have bread, they give them diabetes. So Mouse Mom over here being like, oh my gosh, they're losing their mind because there's bread in the room, and Mm -hmm. I can't give it to them. So they're all like sniffing and like crawling all over each other, like acting like little nut jobs. And uh, so I dropped some like dried papaya in their cage which is basically mouse candy right yeah and they were they were being i was i'm so sorry because i was so distracted because they were like oh right and it was so cute because they grabbed it and the face that i made i am so mad at this little fucker right now he literally went up to his cage mate grabbed the papaya from his hand with like this they they did he's going like you know the one who picks up some and the other one comes up to him without missing a beat, goes, and I'm like, just yoinks it. That's and, my... and damn, I wish I had that on camera. But I'm so mad because I threw in like a whole tablespoon and they're literally surrounded by it. And he just wanted the one that the other one was eating. And I'm so mad at him right now. What a dick. I'm going to use, my computer is dying and I want noodles. So I'm going to, I'm literally probably just going to let my computer die, but we have to, for the very last bit of this podcast, talk about Caitlin being, Kate being paid to yeah. eat for Asians. Yeah, I was about okay. to say, speaking, speaking of people going nuts watching you eat. Yeah, because my mics were literally losing it, because I had bread in the room. A nice transition. Yeah, so what's up with that? <laughs> what's up with that what's up with that yeah. what's up um, so I am a horrible impulse buyer like it's a serious problem that's why I bought these on eBay the other day perfect transition they're Star Wars like nerds ropes Ooh, they got a really good yeah. deal on them and I didn't know they existed and so now Chris and I have been trading nerds ropes and mostly yep. we like the dark side cherry so interjection real quick we talked about Sonic earlier for a yeah. dollar at the Dollar General for 10 
uh, the little the freezy pops that come in like the plastic tubes. Mm-hmm. Sonic brand burger place, not Hedgehog. Five of them are cherry limeade, and five of them are the ocean water, like is, like is pina colada. Yeah, they're the freezy pops, like popsicles. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I'm into that. I'm okay, so my favorite thing, aside from the fact that this is like officially Star Wars licensed candy, is that this is like what they would sell in stores, and so on the back mm-hmm. it says. Do you guys see that? Dealer. Dealer? That's freaking hilarious. That's tight. Like, you drop them, meet you in the parking lot. Give you some nerds rope. Yeah. Yeah, that's some good Um, shit. So, okay, yeah, when I was, I'm, so, the point of that was that I am a horrible impulse buyer, like, especially if I'm, like, really depressed or really happy, like, either end of the spectrum, I am gonna buy something, and being in Korea, which is another capitalist society, even though they are a collectivist mindset, they're, it's buy, buy, buy. And if you're a foreigner in Korea, you can get discounts, and it's super discriminatory, but you can get so many discounts just because you're white and blonde. So Yeah. Um, beauty. Like, and you, 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 get, <laughs> you get added to family photos, and people pet you on the subway, which was honestly the most terrifying thing, because I have crowd anxiety, so the worst thing you can do for Kate is stuff her on a subway, like a sardine, and then you feel some random person. Like, I understand how like my african-american friends feel now because they always complain about people touching their hair without asking and you know it's it's funny until it happens to you (laughs) yeah so because i'm standing there hoping that it's some little cute little ajumo like an old lady like petting my hair and then just praying to god that it's not some creepy old man who like about saying before i get away you're trying not to make eye contact but at the same time you just hear well, and then sometimes, like, I, I specifically had times where I avoided the subway if, unless I had a friend with me who could, like, coddle me like a child because I was so scared of, like, just this, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, I'm like, I wasn't afraid of, like, people stealing something. I was just afraid of people touching me because I'm, like, this weird introvert who loves people. So I'm just, like, and I'm also a biologist, so I'm, like, do not touch me. I have no idea what has been on your hands or where oh, your yeah. hands have been. <laughs> so, like, just I don't want freaks touching me exactly yeah i don't want strangers nobody except for like amanda palmer who's another artist who i could preach about for days like once strangers touching them so like please don't but yeah so i basically you know to come out of my rabbit hole here because i'm trying to deflect <laughs> um i ran we, out we've of all, we've all you know had time i i sang let's get it on one time at tolly's bar and grill and and oh, had good. One time, yeah. One of the many times that I've sang Let's Get It On at Tolly's Bar and Grill for That's karaoke. I, I had or a stroken. That's my yeah, favorite. or stroken, yeah. Um there was one time it wasn't it was Roses by Outcast was one time. It was the last time I actually did karaoke at Tolly's. I, saw that. I was I was singing it and this drunk woman was like grinding up on me and I literally just like during the lyrics I'd just be like, Caroline Caroline, other girls would say, I need an adult. I need a responsible adult. It was mighty fine and mighty fine. I got you somewhere. No, seriously, I'm, I'm not. Ugh. And I'm like, I made it into a bit. But yeah, and then my my friend, my good friends, Brandon Persinger, my, my boy, came and hoisted me onto his mm-hmm. shoulders to get me away from the drunk, horny mills. Okay. Oof. Because I was very uncomfortable because their husbands were there. And I was like, I'm not trying to get shot in the parking lot after that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a homewrecker. Anyway, proceed. Sorry to cut you off. Okay, no, no, no. It's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm actively trying to deflect this. I know. So basically, my computer's gonna die. Sorry, sorry. I ran out of money, 
And what do you do when you run out of money and you're a pretty girl in a different country? You look for modeling jobs. I mean, no. <laughs> but you, I'm you just saying what I would job. do. I'm not saying what you. So I went to Craigslist in Korea, which already sounds super sketchy, but but okay. Craigslist was, here is sketchy. What are you I talking know, about? I know. I know. Well, well, okay. So Tinder came out while I was in Korea, and people used it to 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 have sex, but most people used it literally to meet up and make friends. Like, oh, so when I came to America, yeah. I had no idea that Tinder was just the, hey, let's get together and fuck out, because most of my friends in Korea were using it to make friends. So yeah. I am so glad that I was in a relationship and did not download Tinder, because I would have been horribly disappointed. <laughs> um, but yeah, so poor little Kate. Anyways, yeah, so I was looking for modeling jobs, and I'd already done a couple of, like, like, go to this school and talk about what it's like to be an American to kids, right? And I, I'd done things like that. And I had, like, the weirdest compliment I got was actually from this five-year-old at a church I went to. And I recognized that she said the words beautiful. And so I recognized she was giving me a compliment. But my friend next to me started busted out laughing. And I was like, okay, I know the context, but I don't know what she, like, I know she gave me a compliment and I know she called me beautiful, but but she said, why? What was the why? Mm. And she translated literally in English. She said, she said, um, she said something like, oh my, you're so beautiful because your neck is like a giraffe. Oh, <laughs> damn, son. I love it. <laughs> and it was just such a pure little thing, but it was so funny because no one would like in America would be like, oh, Kate's hot because of her neck is like a giraffe. Or like, you know, I got compliments on my nose all the time because people literally just go get nose jobs and it's just a thing that happens sometimes. And so people were like, oh, your nose is so perfect. And I was like, what, what, what does that even mean? <laughs> you know, or my ears. I got compliments. Anyways, yeah. So pretty girl, pretty girl in Korea who like fits perfectly into their box of you know what beauty is yeah because they learned from us that this is what beauty should look like Dude, that's what i want to do like now that i have the beard i want to get i want to just dress like this and go over there and see how many people think i'm charlie day <laughs> just like well and that that's true because korea is so small so you could i literally ran like into a, a famous person i'm like, not fat enough for devito but I, I could probably pull off a charlie no well, and then it's funny because people always joke about like, and and I remember your friend from the from the bar who does stand up is half George Korean, White like, joke about this because Koreans think all Americans look the same, which is yeah. hilarious because you know America's a melting pot, but that's literally because they see models and they see our television and yeah. they think we all look the same. That's a good that's a good note. I need to I need to get you George White and Adam Mathis all yes I will because do it. because my friend Adam who um. We'll start talking in Korean. Works with me at, at ISU admissions. Raven, you know you know Bethany. I mean, you know Adam too. I, I think at this point, um, Adam right. Bethany's boyfriend who works with me in admissions. Right. He he taught English in Korea for a couple of years as well. So he's got really he's big. got really similar big. stories. So I feel like I just need to get you all on a Zoom call, and I'm just gonna sit here like this, right, and, and be like, to and be Korea like Korea, Korea, all of these things that no one told us about. It's like like it, it's amazing, and I would move there. In the a three of you having been there, and me never having been outside the continental U.S. Anyway, yeah. So Raven's so battery's gonna die. I'm get so sorry, to getting okay. money for eating okay, on yes, a yes, camera. Yes, we, can, we can skip that. So Craigslist job. The posting was sketchy because it was on Craigslist already, 
And, and so basically they were like, meet, uh, like give us a call and meet us in at this location. And I, I, I used an app to contact them. And then, um, I had to like hop on two subways and I go to this place and I was really scared. Korea has this weird trend during diet season and this would never work in America, but during diet season, yes, diet season is like, you know, you got to fit back into your bikini season. Oh, I was about to say, is it like regular season, just zero calories and it tastes like Basically. So people will literally (laughs) take videos of people gorging themselves on food and it's supposed to be like the psychological like watching people do it makes you less likely to do it which I feel like in America would not pass because if I watch a video of someone eating I'm like you're hungry yeah yeah because our ad where I'm like god damn it that burger looks good screw you Hulu exactly yeah Yeah, and and it's just really a difference in how they advertise but yeah so during diet season when like women and and men because their beauty standards go both ways are starving themselves they will watch videos of like other Koreans or foreigners gorging themselves and I was so scared that that's what this job was gonna be because I, I left like right on the cusp of when that season starts and you literally see people on the street order one of everything and just gorge themselves for like 30 minutes and it's terrifying to me so um so, so yeah so I go and I meet them and they they're like the small YouTube channel just starting out they were very very professional like I I had to go to like a reception desk and they were like oh yeah you're here to meet so-and-so and then they like gave me a contract that was both in Korean and English and it was only like three pages long right it was really easy and basically I was contracted for a year was and I crayons. could not what it was written in crayon. I know. <laughs> no, no. no, it was it was it was typed. Okay. Um, we didn't sign it in black or blue ink. It was like a pink pen, but whatever. Um, you signed so it in crayon. Technically, oh, exactly. not be a legal document in this country because we signed it in a different color, but it doesn't matter. So yeah, Fair I enough. basically signed a year contract that said that I would not um, tell any. Not not only like I couldn't advertise that I was doing so like an NDA. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And then and basically like. What pissed me off the most was that I could not reply to YouTube comments. And even now, technically, like, I wouldn't get in trouble for it, but they were like, you cannot. And mo- most people in Korea are super nice. So, like, I, I never got any, like, oh, you fat whore, or, you know, anything right. stupid like that. You know, I just. Not got- like the comments we get on the Marvin's Room podcast. <laughs> um you know I I would just get questions like oh you talk so much about rice do Americans not eat rice and then me being like well we don't eat it for every meal but everybody knows what rice is right but they literally eat it breakfast lunch dinner it's bread it's it's the Korean and and East Asian equivalent of bread and so you know and I would talk about that and people would just be so confused right and then and then I didn't have any control over how it was edited so sometimes I would explain that and it would be cut out and so I just wanted to explain to people mm-hmm. like I just want to answer the questions so that was really frustrating but basically so we would go and I did four I think four videos in total for them um and then I did I did videos for a short time when I was back in the in America but I did not have the equipment that they needed for the quality of their videos so they published I think two of the four that I actually filmed and they still paid me for it and so basically I got paid um how much was it it was basically translated to 150 bucks for them to drive me to two different restaurants in the same day share a meal with them even though they weren't on camera and just like and it was nice too because they weren't like forcing me to eat if I like I there, them, there she goes we lost Raven I told them that I could handle really really spicy food right because I can but it, it was a like and like the food that they were going to give me was supposed mm-hmm. to be like this uh, rice cake in like really hot um, what's it called? Dokbuki, dokbuki, basically, which which dokbuki in of itself is like spicy ramen, right? Most okay. people 
can like handle the heat. Um, but this was like tteokbokki with like this fried octopus. It was very adventurous, like fried octopus and had a special kind of like Thai pepper in it that was really spicy. And so it's yeah. usually served with cheese specifically because it's too spicy for Korean people. And they did not serve it to me with cheese because they were out right? So you can see me in the video as I'm eating, and I described You're it, and sweating. they even, like, did this cute little, oh, God, she's sweating thing, mm -hmm. because I was literally sweating, but I enjoyed it. It was delicious, um, but, you know, I talked about how exotic it was for the, and because, like, I talk and talk and talk and talk, so, like, well, yeah, perfect, but I, they could tell I was really, like, I was obviously enjoying it. You're doing, it like, the, the, the Sean Evans, like, hot ones, like, what up, Spice Lords? This is Sean Evans with Hot Woods, the show with like I, spicy I questions proved, and even spicier wings i proved that i could handle the heat but it was one of those foods it's like the more you eat it the hotter it gets and i do not like spicy foods that are just heat like it has yeah. to have flavor yeah, and this was flavor. very very flavorful but the more you ate the less flavor you got and the more it was just heat Yo, so not only yeah yeah exactly. we dead ass need to do that though like if if we can get all the 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 hot sauces we need to do like a hot ones like so one of like our favorite, own version of that where we do like the increasing like hotness of the chicken wing and see see who can handle it before like somebody drinks some water or something yeah um but yeah um so it and it, it was fine like i survived but like i i redid one of the reasons they were so impressed with me was that even between meals because of course they pose it like it's two different days you know and so you know i had to have a change of clothes so i'd go to the bathroom change well i also redid my makeup so they were like they were like, this girl, this girl, she can do, she can roll with the big ones. She and can do it all. <laughs> yeah, I changed my bows. And so, um, and it was really fun. And I did a couple shoots. Oh, they also, you know, paid for the food and the transportation. And they were well, super yeah. nice. Um, it was just one of those that was too hard to do. Like, they have a girl in Germany who's, like, the most popular, which was also why they wanted me, because I get mistaken as German or Swedish by German and Swedish people all the time. So they, they were like, yeah, our most popular girl is German, and you kind of look like her. So we were so thrilled when you sent us your basically yeah. model resume. And, but I actually got, like, bullied at my last job for this because, like, somebody teased, somebody, like, found out, I believe, somebody found out and then they, like, told everybody else in my group when I had, like, I don't know, I don't consider myself, like, I can recognize that, yeah, I'm pretty, like, I fit that that box, yeah. the standard of beauty, but, like, that's not what I want to be known for, right? Which, again, harkens back to that. Remember Me neither. offered a job to do porn? That's why I don't want to do porn, because I don't want to be known for doing porn. Like, no, I, do I, I, I get that. I, I yeah. have a bit in my stand-up, um, for those of you who have seen my stand-up, I got picked up by my a, family would kill me. I, I got picked up by a stripper about a year ago. It happens. And if I picked up, I don't mean like I went home with a stripper. I mean, I got, I was lifted off the ground like I was her infant son. You mean literally lifted? Yeah, I was literally I, I imagine, I imagine like she was trying to recruit you is what I thought. Well, I, I knew, you know, I knew her, you know, growing up, growing up in the city of Terre Haute, you don't reach 27 years old and not know a couple strippers, you know what I mean? I mean, and, especially if you go to college, because... And, you know, we're, we're friends or whatever, and I was out, you know, with my friend's birthday, and, you know, we all knew each other, we all went in the same circles or whatever. So she wanted to come tell my friend happy birthday, but instead of saying, oh, Levi, excuse me, you know, I need, I want to, you know, go tell her happy birthday. She goes, hey, I'm going to move you, bud. And she's already, I'm five one and a half, almost five two. She's like five eight, five nine normally and had the big like tweezers, I think they're called. Oh, the yeah. stripper no, heels. I can't walk in those. So she was like towering over me and she just, she just, like literally picks me up by like the under my armpits. Like I was her child. 
and just lifts me up and puts imagine. me down. And I was just like, what was that hot or was it demeaning? Because it, I don't it know. Woke, it woke something in me. Because normally I find those types of things demeaning. <laughs> that is when how like, Levi. When people are like, people are like, hey, there, little man. About say being being the man of science I am, you know, I I grabbed the tin out of my wallet. I went up to her and said, "Mommy, I want to do the rocket ship again." <laughs> and uh, so That's yeah, fair. I'm into that now. But no, yeah, I told. But I tell that joke on stage, yeah. and a lot of the times when people come up to me, you know, after open mic or after shows, they're like, man, I, I love that strip club joke you do. And then when people like, you know, they bring other people to, to comedy or whatever. And, you know, even if they don't come, cause we do karaoke right after comedy, as you know, yeah, they'll be like, Hey, do the strip club thing. You're the strip club guy. And I was like, I don't want to be the strip club guy. Okay, I need to screen share something with you that I talked about at the beginning and then never got to, cause remember brain rabbit holes for some friends call me Alice. Let's see. Let's see if I can share. Oh, but, oh! You you don't let you don't allow screen sharing. What? I don't. It said host host disabled participant screen sharing. So you're specifically discriminating. Against me. I I allowed it. I allowed it. Okay, I'm kidding. I'm teasing. The, the, I think the default it doesn't allow. I, th it. I think yeah. I think you're right. That's the default. Because Zoom Zoom is like is. we enhanced our security features because people were going into Zoom meetings and fucking and drawing like dicks. flashing their wieners. Yeah. Even okay, though so. um they lost one of my recordings and when I asked them to fix it, they literally were like, "Hey, you didn't," because it was before I started doing the premium. I was just on the free version. Oh, They're like, yeah. you're doing the free version. Go fuck yourself. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. as soon as the quarantine's over, I'm dropping your asses. So mm -hmm. yeah, no, I, I'm yeah. only using them because Google Hangouts and OBS was glitchy as hell. They're broke now. They're broke after Zoom. So yeah, so this is what I was talking about at the beginning. This is what I'm trying to be known for. Yeah, the, the, the Alice Mad Hatter thing. Yeah, so people, people think of me as, I don't know, I wear uh, many hats and people of many hats, as you That's know. That's one of them right there. But, like, yeah, that's literally one of the hats that I made. And I actually made a prototype for a friend who who looks like my brother and was called the Mad Hatter. And this was the friend I mentioned earlier um, who, who first pioneered calling me Alice. And that was just a thing amongst my choir nerd friends who just called me Alice because my brain is a series of fucking rabbit holes. Yeah. And, um, so I came up with this costume and I just... Um, and people were mad that I won because I did not make this costume 100% myself. Because again, I suck at fucking sewing unless yeah. I'm sewing by hand. And I sewed my entire Poison Ivy costume by hand, like so much so that I redid it when I was in Korea and freaking China stole my fabric scissors and I'm still mad at them for it because I got my fabric scissors all the way from America to Korea, but then coming back, they took them and I'm mad. But anyways, yeah, so I, I hand sewed an entire costume. I ended up doing it twice because I didn't like the first one. And I'm I say I'm never doing it again, but as I'm literally working on another costume, it's probably going to take me three years because I'm hand sewing. Anyways, so I basically took a skirt that another artist made and, um, and modified that top. I got that, um, that blazer at Goodwill, and it's perfect, okay. right? And so yeah. I basically modified the blazer so that it was kind of off and like tight fitting, right? Because it was like a man's blazer from the 80s with shoulder pads. And yeah. I literally... So it was my first professional cosplay competition, and I've done several since then, and I was super nervous, but I'm a performer, like, I am a trained performer, and yeah. people think of me as, like, an artist, a scientist, all these other things, as, like, a Christian girl, a bisexual, and a monogamous, and, you know, I wear all of these labels, but when I think of it in my head, I'm like, I am a performer, and I imagine, like, doing stand-up comedy, and, like, oh, yeah killing it on karaoke like you might not think of you you know you are an artist because that's what other people see 
but you're mostly a performer. Well, and, and that's the thing too, like, cause you, you have your, your, your Facebook page. Exactly. And I remember I said that because you, you have, you know, the introductions, you're like, Hey, introduce yourself, say who your favorite artist is yeah, and, yeah. and what you do. And I was like, I don't know if I consider myself an artist just because a, it's the field that I'm in exactly to yeah, do stand up and be like i'm an artist is such like a bougie fucking snooty yeah. because it's like at the same time i'm going up there and i'm telling fucking d dick jokes to a, a crowd of anywhere from like three from to 25 people yeah but know, it does, at the it same time really yes it, a lot of work went into it and a lot of craft goes into it it's just exactly, i don't think of yeah. it because like i don't have this type of result where it's like an entire finished product that is tangible see, that you so see that under. looks impressive like people the thing yeah. with stand-up is it's not impressive to people until they try it right exactly because then they realize like how because much then they're like oh fuck this is hard this, this is my like, metal i literally got a thor hammer that's so cool. I love that so much. It's my favorite, honestly, like my favorite thing that I own. I'm trying to find the necklace I made. These are like the pro photos. So basically the, the concept for this was that I was already known for like doing this cool makeup, like the mm -hmm. broken, like waterlogged doll face. And yeah. so, and I, oh, here's what I wanted to show. Cause I made all the accessories. And so this was the me. first time. What? No, just the, the eat me. I just eat want me, that right? by itself. Just eat yeah, me. Right? Yeah, and so this was, like, basically the first custom jewelry paste, paste, fuck, it's midnight, guys. It's anyway, the first custom jewelry paste. Yeah, so I mostly, here, let me, let me do some shameless self-promotion for two seconds. Like, this is, yeah. this is what I'm actually trying to make my retirement plan, because I don't, how, <laughs> other way. Little, there you go, right there. There we go, don't move. Yeah, so this is what I'm trying to make my the, retirement the, plan. The kitty candles and jewelry. Yeah, caddy candles. You, you caddy. Almost, I keep moving. I can't read. I'm trying so hard not to. Oh, no, well. that's what you have your friggin' Patreon for, right? That's, yeah, exactly. Well, that and like my Patreon Link in the is kind of my everything. Yeah, my Patreon okay. is my everything. And well, so my Patreon is if you want to look into my my private life and my blogs, that's where Patreon is. There, that's okay. what. If you want to watch Caitlin eat food on camera, go to her Patreon. If you want to yeah, watch me eat food on camera, keep watch some keep more watching. of these episodes, like our interlude where I literally ate pasta while you were gone and played yeah. Hawaii Five O theme song. Yes. Yeah. So basically, like I made the hat, I made the necklace, I basically modified every piece in this, or got it from Goodwill and modified it. And so people were mad, but but fifty percent of a cosplay competition or any like public dress up sh presentation is on performance. And so, and, and I'm a performer, so what did I do? I didn't just dress up, you know, half-assed in a costume. I yeah. made a performance, and I sang the Broadway style from the musical, out from the musical Wonderland um, of the Mad Hatter, which I can't sing right now, or I would wake up my fiance and he'd be very angry. So, but there's a video somewhere of me performing, because I do, like, little, before I do shows, I'll do, like, little sneak peeks, but then videos of the show don't exist because I'm stupid. So, video of Caitlyn singing the fucking thing in the description. Okay, no, it's thanks. Not. Yeah, fuck you. Fuck you. Right, no. Right. Um, also, like, I gotta say, I gotta. I don't want to cut you off, but I have a lot of anxiety with how many tabs you have open right now. <laughs> I'm so sorry. They're all like shit. I need to do, um, which is even very, more stressful. I'm upset. I'm so I sorry. I have two things in common with Drake. Some of One, them are work, and I have next week off. Like, what is wrong with me? The two things I have common with Drake. One. 
we both have products that we've created called Marvin's Room. Because when people are like, Marvin's Room, like the Drake song, kind of, there is a Drake song called Marvin's Room. However, I would assert that I had a room 26 years before he made that fucking song, bro. That's fair. Yeah. So I basically, and let me just read like real quick. The other thing is I'm upset. I, I don't I don't blame you. I would be so upset because it's like they stole your so, thing. It's literally so many, so many tabs. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just I have You're a fine. lot of shit to do and I can't focus. Okay. Um, I'm done. I understand. I so I I wrote like so they and you only have like a minute and a half on stage. So it's it's intense. So I I I met with another artist from YouTube. I like well met them like in a chat room mm-hmm. and I basically asked them, hey, can I use your music? And they gave, sent me their sound file and they were like, yeah, give me credit and I'll I'll do the thing. And um yeah, it was it was great and it was fun and I actually won like. I think second place in a category that was hey, there you go. Um, potluck because they didn't that, that's where they put you when they don't know what the hell you're doing or you don't know what the hell you're doing so Fair. and and it was second place in potluck and so I got literal money and after that someone came to me who's who turns out to be a neuroscientist go figure and but he's he was a hobby photographer and that was the first time that somebody said like hey I want to pay you because you made this awesome costume and it was kind of sketchy but it was okay because my parents were around and I told everyone where I was going because he was basically like hey will you come to my hotel room and like let me take pictures of you and your cosplay and it wasn't weird at all oh my gosh it was so funny because because at one point so at one point my skirt went a little too high and he literally like he, he was like is it okay if I fix something and I was like yeah go for it he literally took his hand and like tugged my dress back down and then was taking pictures so after that I wasn't nervous at all and I was like this guy's fine but he and he's still a good friend of mine and now he's married with his first daughter and it's so fun because it's like a little family reunion every time I see him at Gen Con because we met because of cosplay and and he he was in a position where he was like I'm a hobby photographer and I want to pay you for this and he paid me two hundred dollars for like a half hour photo shoot so and like I said we're still friends but I was just like whoa like I didn't even ask this guy to do it and, and like I said neuroscientist by day if hobby photographer by night and he was just like I appreciate the work that you did and I was like holy crap <laughs> so I go, wrote, man. yeah so I performed and I killed it I my fiance missed it because he was because his mom dragged him to something else but he, but my fiance's best friend was there and he was just like I wish but I don't know, it was 2015, so, like, somebody recorded it, but nobody can find it kind of thing, yeah, and, yeah. and and he came up to me afterwards, and I had no idea he was there, I was just, like, hoping that Chris would show, and just trying mm-hmm. to perform, put on a show, so, yeah, um, so, my introduction, which I wrote, and I'm very proud of, everyone is familiar with the fantastical universe of Lewis Carroll's supposed children's novel, because it's an allegory, Alice in Wonderland, gamers may be even more familiar with the video game Alice Madness Returns and the musical Wonderland, more recently, both crowds have been at least slightly disappointed by Tim Burton's film adaption. At least that was me. Um, today, I introduce you all to a young woman who has encompassed all of these into one performance, but has focused on a more famous friend from Alice's Adventures, the Mad Hatter. Introducing for the first time in a costume contest since elementary school, Katie Bug is Alice the Mad Hatter. So that was basically, I literally did a strip tease on stage during the song, because if you hear the song, you're like, yeah, that's appropriate, of this costume, so I did a huge reveal on stage of like, hey, this is who I am, I'm the Mad Hatter, and I'm crazy, by the way, I'm Alice underneath, 
you know so I did like a big review and that was that was like you know that's what audiences like come to watch for and most people and I I did a little speech about it you can read it more on this page but like um basically like I wrote you know when you do a costume it's not a cat like a costume contest it's not a catwalk and a lot of people they just go in they do their wave they spin around and they leave and I'm like and you wonder why you didn't win well it's because half of the show was 50 percent performance and all you did was run around and spin in a circle that's not a that's not a show you know yeah and and so yeah I had a little bit of backlash from people because I didn't make my whole costume and that's fine I admitted that because I literally would have been disqualified had I not told the judges well yeah so and and they knew and and the the rule was 50% of your costume and I would had to be either made by you from scratch which my hat my necklace and then everything else had to be at least modified and so 50% you mean you mean you didn't you didn't harvest webs from Chinese silkworms to fucking weave the damn dress and shit. You fucking Philistine. You piece of shit. I fucking hate you. I'm going to talk about you on Reddit. You dumb, stupid, white, white guilt, milk toast piece of human garbage. I'm Zorpa Zorp fucking field, bitch. I love you so much. It's the Rick and Morty for the Rick and Morty fans. Yes, thank you. I love Rick and Morty because I'm a horrible person. I'm Kazorpazor fucking field, bitch. Dude, so speaking of that, got... speaking of that, have you watched um, Solar Opposites yet on on Hulu? I this have one, not, but I've I seen wish I wish we had. Too. I wish we that, had. This was high school. This was me in high school when I first did the makeup. Yo, that's tight, bro. I know. I did it for uh, Homecoming week, I think. So, like, I, somebody called me the other day, because this is what people do in quarantine, you know, the theme of this podcast, <laughs> if you find I mean, the I whole, the, it would still be quarantine in between. I made it Marvin's room, because I was talking to George mm-hmm. White, again, as, as you have met, our, yeah. our, our, great. his, you can find George White's stuff at Watermelon Kimchi on, 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 a uh, Facebook's, um, he's been doing a, a show as well. So look yeah. up wa- look up Do watermelon it. kimchi. That's, Do that's George White. I've seen some of it. It's and uh, yeah, he and I were talking. He was like, "Man, you know," because I was like, "George, I'm thinking about changing the the title of the show." Because I was like, you know, I don't I don't know. He was like, "Man, yeah, don't say, don't say quarantine for that shit." What? Because you'll want to do it after quarantine's over. Oh yeah, that's so fair. that way. Don't make it a quarantine. Thing. He was like, he was like that way. How you're already you- ready to go, young blood. Because that's. George White talks. Yeah, that's that. When yeah, I've been drinking a little bit, I'm trying but to find this was the picture I was trying to find. I just saw it and then I passed it too fast because I can't tech. This is a lot favorite. of fucking sushi, bud. Now I'm like getting hungry again. I I like won an award for my roles at Gen Con because you know the thing that you want to do at a gaming convention is learn how to make sushi. I was say you you won an award for your roles. I was like for the costume or for sushi. No, like R O L L S. Like, well, it, it was, it was a pretend, it, it was like a fake, hey, you're, just doing, you're doing like a, just like a little like belly dance, fucking, you had like, the and you're making the sushi. Yeah, but basically, so I post a lot of stuff on Snapchat too, which my Snapchat is public, and sometimes I post things like this, which are procurious. Not, people. it won't be once she fucking makes that OnlyFans, bud. I know, right? The, the, this is the photo I'll that I like. premium Snapchat, y'all don't get these cool fucking fart I know, jokes you need Fluttershy. From me and George White. Because, Fluttershy girl, I've coasted in the fucking 
description. Yo, this is Caitlin showing up. This is like that podcast when I took too long of a bathroom break and Alexandra Morin fucking usurped me to become the the friggin' host. This is now Kate's corner. Yeah, so these these are the kind of things that I post on Snapchat that like I bury on my Facebook page because if anybody for a second realized that I was nude behind that phone, they would be like, report, report, oh my god. But you know, I think it's very artful. And my parents didn't care because you couldn't see anything but my face, so it's fine. Exactly. So and and tasteful. It's very tasteful, yeah. And so, like, these are the kinds of things. I, I, I'm risque on Snapchat. And if somebody screenshots it, I berate them with, like, emojis of shit and toilet paper and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And that was before everybody ran out, so it's serious now. <laughs> so, yeah, it's some do not take screenshots. If you want these photos for yourself, patron me on Patreon for a minimum of a dollar. <laughs> Patreon in the description. So, because you will get... So many, so much better things. I can't even... Yo, I need to start a Patreon, man. If you give me a fucking dollar, I'll write you a limerick. I know. Well, yeah. If you give me me $30, I'll fucking give you a guest spot on Marvin's room. Yeah, I'm going to stop screen sharing because it's basically just me. I'm also, I've also been streaming on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Vexilate22. I'm probably going to change that shit to Marvin Comedy just so everything... Stop share. Okay, um, I couldn't figure out how of that, to get out I've of been that. I've been streaming Fallout 4 lately. I've been doing quarant or as I call it quarantine simulator. Um Is my and my computer's oh, no. dying now. Okay, we're almost at the two hour mark, so we can we okay. start cutting off. This is actually it's a good a, place to wrap up. So Okay, you got an hour no, left. Well, cool. Fin- we we, we can wrap up and then we can yeah. we can yeah, just talk off stream. That way we don't have to keep performing. Um Yeah. It's fine. So I've been streaming on Twitch. I'll put my Twitch down in the description. Um, everything's gonna be in the description. My Twitch. I'll put my twat in the description. Well, I call Twitter twatter because I think it's for people who want to be a twat waffle. That's (laughs) fair. Yeah. And by the way, folks, Caitlin Hayes didn't make her entire costume. So, first of all, I make all my costumes. I make all of them. Okay. I I will silkworms bellies i made i i invented hydroxychloroquine and i've been taking it every day first of all by the way you're you you make like the perfect little butt butthole mouth i'm about to say that's me doing an impression of alec baldwin doing an impression of donald trump that's fair i by the way first of all it's pretty good but uh neither one of us is going to be for this my Twitch is going to be down below. Um, I'm doing a mini marathon, kind of. If anybody's going to watch this, this will be up tomorrow. Um, keep moving. It's, it's, it's a three-day weekend. We're a three-day Memorial Day weekend. I'm doing a Kingdom Hearts weekend on my Twitch channel. Uh, Saturday, so that's going to be tomorrow. Um, so the 23rd. Whatever, whatever, tomorrow. It's today, technically. It's today, it's, technically. If you're in EST, but if you're so like me, at, you technically live in CST. So it'll be about 3 p.m. EST. I'm going to be playing through Kingdom Hearts 1.5. Oh, that's awesome. Sunday the 24th, I'll be playing through Kingdom Hearts 2.5. And then Memorial Day. How long, I'm, though? Because people well, can watch that for six hours. I If I skip all the cutscenes, I can be yeah. the first, yeah. because I watch the speedruns all the time. 
Fair. Because I follow a lot of speedrunners on Twitter. So you know, you know. So I can beat Kingdom Hearts 1 if I skip all the cutscenes. I can beat that shit in like three or four hours. Fair. Yeah. And for then sure. Kingdom Hearts 2, I can probably beat in like four or five because I'm not that, like, I don't know the speedrun stuff. Um, but if we watch the cutscenes, then, you know, it might, it might take, oh, fucking 10 hours. I don't know. I might not stream the entire thing. But go for it. We're going to be doing Kingdom Hearts 1 on Saturday, Kingdom Hearts 2 on Sunday. And then uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 on Memorial Day. And then if we have time on Memorial Day, I'll do the Remind DLC as well. So all of them I plan on doing. I'm not going to do level 1. I'm going to do hard mode on Kingdom Hearts 1. And then I'll do critical on 2 and 3. Because I've beaten beaten Kingdom Hearts 3 on level 1 critical. It wasn't fun. It was awful. I hated it. Oh, no. It cost me my last relationship, almost, kind of, in a way. I went through Dragon Age, and I finally freaking finished Dragon Age um, Inquisition, and I realized during the final battle that I'd been playing it, like, the whole time on hard. Why? Why do I do these things to myself? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so so we'll be doing that, and then uh, during the week, I'm going to try to start streaming more. I'm, I've been toying between doing YouTube, and because off the PS, all I can do, I don't have a capture card. So the only video game streams I can do are off my PS4. What's a capture card? It is, it's, it's like a graphics card that you put in your PC, but you can capture video game footage. So you could like plug your, uh, you, you could like plug your game console into your PC and then you can like, that's how that's people perfect. stream like and then Nintendo do, like, and Xbox. Yeah. That's how people do that? Yeah. That's amazing. And with the PS4, and I think the Xbox One can do it also. You can just stream on. We still on have an Xbox, Xbox, Xbox. <laughs> Nothing after the X. I honestly, I have, I have no, I have never had Xbox is the one video game console I've never had. Never had a single Xbox. Ever. I didn't until you know I moved in with my best friend. I was always like, a Nintendo and PlayStation kid. Yep, I'm, and I'm an NES and N64 girl. All with the, way. the exception of Halo, there was really nothing that was like only on Xbox that I wanted Same. to play. Same. So everything I could until either get on PlayStation or. You know, or but you can play Dragon Age on PlayStation, I think. Yeah, but I don't know because I never had a PlayStation. But with with PlayStation, you can you can stream directly to Twitch or YouTube your video game footage, and then just by having my headphones that I'm using for this plugged into my PS4 controller, yeah. I can at least do audio. I don't have a camera for my okay, cool. PlayStation 4, but I can at least do yeah. audio. That's cool. so. I've been so doing I've been doing streams of that. I've been playing Fallout 4. Um, so my plans. I are, love to watch people play Fallout. I'm about to say, yeah, so I'm going to have more of that. Um, I don't want to play it because first-person shooters make me nauseous for some stupid reason. Fair enough. actually, I love to watch other people play it. Like, I will watch my fiancé play it for, like, literally four hours and be cool. (laughs) Because it's it's a cool game. So I'm doing a playthrough of that. I'll be doing a weekend of Kingdom Hearts this weekend. I'm also going to be doing some streams of Final Fantasy VII Remake. If you want to see my... Uh, spoiler cast of Final Fantasy VII Remake, where I discuss the game for over two hours with my good friend James Helton. You can find that at YouTube.com slash Marvin Comedy, because that was, that was our, uh, There's it'll probably there. be in the, the end card, because it, I have it set to one of these. your most, uh, yeah, one of these, one your of most, these uh, recent upload, and I think that's the most, re- I don't think we've done a Marvin's Room since we did that cast, because we did that a few weeks ago. Um, Cool. I say yeah, quarantine's been a long time. YouTube channel. It's weird staying at home all the time and it trying to do science when I don't have the equipment at home. Oh, people, wear your masks so I can go back to the lab and do science. Yeah, okay. wear your masks so I can actually have a birthday. 
Same. In August, but I, I don't trust any of you to not no, fuck I don't everything either. up. I don't trust any of you because oh, I went to the, the last, beach for the last one I did and none was, of you wore a mask. The last one I did was with Alyssa and Shelby from Tolly's. Oh, cool. But the oh, one I before that, was that, I need to go add that to my, my Final Fantasy VII spoiler cast. So mm -hmm. check those out. We're going to be doing a Final Fantasy X discussion soon, also with, with James. I'm going to have Cat Scott who, if you watch the show, has been on quite a few episodes. She's my little co-pilot in life and on this podcast. Um, so uh, me, Kat, and James are going to be talking Final Fantasy X. And I'll be there. Kaylin, I'd love, to have you, I'd love to have you on as well. Again, I'd love to have Raven back. I want more Writing Center folks. As yeah, introverted as Dr. So Bailey sad. can be, I She's want so Bailey funny. and Ellie on He's these totally because brilliant. literally, I, I, at the very least, I know Bailey is, is more of one who likes to, to watch as far as, you know, social things. At the very least, if we can get Ellie Rippy on this, Ellie would have a lot just of great like, stories. Just like Ellie and Bailey bantering back and, and forth, and like I, I, like, I want to listen to that podcast. I like I've, by, I've watched them talk to each other by saying it now permanently. They're gonna like feel obligated to do it. Um, yeah. yeah, we need to get Bailey and Ellie and and like Graves. We need to get Eric Graves on this shit too because he would have a lot of fun stories. Um, That'd be good. But yeah, so I, that brings us to about two hours. <laughs> Actually, it's 12.30. That brings us to about three hours. As you said, we weren't going to do it. As I said, we weren't going to do, but there's also a lot that we're going to be cutting out. And That's and, fair. And I, I have a new mattress to get to eventually, but exactly. I, just wanted, I just wanted to say, and I don't care if you include this or not. It, this, go ahead. But my fiance has gotten really into Viva Pinata, which, which everybody's going crazy over like, um, crap, I can't even remember because I'm so tired. What's the game that everybody's going nuts Animal for? Animal Crossing. Playing? Animal Crossing, yes. Yes, and I saw your NC, the the guy who does the music. So I I like to watch people play Animal Crossing, but I'm biased and I love Viva Pinata because frankly, because it's more colorful and cute, and you can like smash pinatas. So I don't know. It's more it's more cathartic if if you're a nihilist. Like let's be honest. So, anyways, my fiance has seen me play Viva Pinata, and he was just you know kind of oh, Viva Pinata. He literally spent the entire week trying to find these spe the specific animal and make them fuck because you have to romance and it's so funny because it's dancing like when when pinatas romance they they dance you know and and you actually get to see like a little cutscene of them like them romancing which mm -hmm. is like dancing and you also have to catch like there's a mini game you have to catch like little hearts and if you don't catch enough feels and this was before people were like oh i caught the feels because viva pinata is old shit and and you have to like go catch all the little hearts to get the feels and if you don't get enough feels before you try to romance before you try to dance with your partner you will break their heart and they will not romance so it's so it's, it's like real life yeah right it's like real life and so he was so mad and so frustrated because he found out that like camels need a lot like they wanted before they would like go into their little house they had to be wearing cool sunglasses i'm trying to cool sunglasses damn it okay cool sunglasses and a sombrero and they have to drink coffee first which Kristen even neither of us I've played I mean I gotta wear a sombrero and drink coffee before I can have sex too so yeah, it's right so, sometimes you just gotta and especially if you're Jerry a, sometimes you just want to go to sleep yeah yeah and like so they had to wear cool sunglasses a sombrero they had to drink coffee they had to of course have a house because apparently you can't just you know, do it in the grass in front of all the other pinatas. That'd be embarrassing. You well, know, yeah. you can't dance in front of everybody. And you gotta have the right music. Like yeah. And then there was one more thing that I totally forgot that somebody's gonna comment and be like, "Oh my gosh, it was this." Because I know what you're talking about. But yeah. And so he he was mad because he kept needing all of these other things. 
oh, oh yeah, they needed to eat cactus blossoms. And, and similar to Animal Crossing, you have to wait for things to grow. So he's literally been spending all week playing like four hours a day trying to get camels to fuck. And it's been the funniest thing that I think I've watched him do because he always Much made- like real life. Yeah, he always like kind of teased me about like the catharsis that is Viva Pinata, but but then he's like level 40 now and I'm still level 32 because he's been playing it for six hours every day trying to make camels. Damn, son. <laughs> Four to six hours. We'll give him the benefit still. Like he he's like level 40 something now and has a dragon in his garden, which I didn't even know was a thing. Like it's the most valuable pinata. But yeah, so camel fucking has been the has been the main topic of my week. All right. Well, that's gonna <laughs> on that note on that note um we're gonna wrap up we're gonna wrap up the show i like to give everybody a chance to do a jerry springer final thought i wish i had a chance to do this with raven but her computer cut off so um what is your final thought caitlin you got anything you want to tell to the folks at home watching uh anything you want to plug anything i mean obviously you've been shilling your fucking patreon and shit you fucking corporate whore. I know. But like, no, I'm I'm honest. I'm proud of you every day. You know that. Thank you. I know but, you no, are anything, you anything said you... so on my official uh Patreon fan. It's not even a fan page, you know. I said I want it to be like where artists promote other artists, kind of like what one fantastic week is, well, which is basically another podcast. And huh? and that's all that's the whole fucking ass yeah. thing, man. Because Let's like on 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 your you you set the community rules not to cut off your Jerry Springer final thought, but you, you, you set the community rules and you were like, make sure it's an inclusive place, no profanity. No and bullying. I was like, no bullying. And I was like, I'm in fucking trouble, you dumbass bitch. I know. I know. So I was well, like, I was like, I'm going to let Caitlin Even come I wrote on the in the podcast. rules that I curse like a sailor. So you get three yeah. strikes on that one. It's fine. And like, obviously I'm not going to curse in a Facebook post on a page like you that. read what you write. I'm like, I, I can... While I don't seem like I do because I'm doing a podcast on my own channel and I'm I'm two drinks in. Only two? Well, there are two shots of whiskey and then filled up the rest of the way with ginger ale. So I've had four shots of whiskey over the last two and a half hours. So that kind of that kind of checks out. But uh, it's also it's my fucking show and we can say whatever we fucking damn well please. We've all become functional alcoholics because we're stuck at home. <laughs> I mean, I was a functional alcoholic because I'm a stand-up comedian, but yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> fair, that's fair. I mean, I'm also like a starving artist with a horrible amount of medical bills, so there's that too. I'm not a starving artist, I'm more just like a peckish artist. Like, like I, could I'm, be doing, I'm I could be doing starving. better. I'm only starting I'm, I'm so busy making art and crafts for people who might not even see it because that's what it's like today. Yo, that, you're on like, my podcast, Kindred Spirits. That, that like I forget to eat. Okay, okay, so we gotta wrap this up because I Harry have Harry Springer mattress final calling. Okay. You have a new mattress, your fiance's in that mattress, so we all know what's about to happen there. No, that happened like two days ago. It's <laughs> yeah, two days ago was Wednesday. Wednesday's business and... time. I mean, in Korea, people date start day drinking at like five so that they can go to class at eight a.m. So, so like, do it. That's like America, except we drink at eight a.m. during class. <laughs> during class, yeah, basically. No, yeah, we all take school seriously. Anyway, that's my final thought. What? Okay. What? Seriously, I'm sorry. What is your final thought? Okay, you I I her? made this 
I, if I can get it on screen. You, you it's made like a, that? Huh? You, you, you made that? I made it from like layers of red, damn it. I, I used to do videos for a company that did videos and it has like, like 80,000 views and I can't do it. You gotta do, you gotta do like the girls in the makeup videos where you gotta put your hand in front of it so your camera will focus. <laughs> I know, right? Okay. Like this one is Mod Podge, um, fucking hair, fucking shit, dude, yeah, dude. Okay, like, focus, but I can't tell because now my hands in the way. Yeah, it's 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 uh, you can see it's, enough. Yeah, it's it's, it's an object well, that's well, there, it's man. Kind of, it's, it's an object. It's kind of crazy. So this is like three layers of hand painted resin with a flower, which you can kind of let's get yeah. my hand there again. I will. I will dead ass tell you. I thought that was just a globe, and I thought that was <laughs> a globe. Be, like, well, the yeah. Earth. It kind of is. So, I didn't know that was a flower. I thought it was just like a continent. You know. That's fair because I I painted it with enamel, and this is like the stuff that I want to make for people, but frankly cannot afford to make for people because like I put this 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 necklace was is my first prototype for like three dimensional scenes with like flowers and stuff, which I on accidentally kind of maybe maybe not broke the law and brought a bunch of flowers over from other countries which i didn't realize was kind of invasive species because yeah well yeah and you you can't bring seeds from other countries and in my infinite wisdom i that's what i did but they were all like pre-pressed and dried and like i did this very very strategically without realizing that i could have gotten in a crap ton of trouble for it and i'm just now and you know this was three years ago but i'm just now finally making all these cool things with like natural object jewelry and this is one of them and like this is the kind of stuff that i put in the gallery right because it's interesting and different and yeah people appreciate that and, and so I guess my final thought is I wear many hats and I do a lot of things so like give me money so I can do more things for you on Patreon give her money so she can do more things on Patreon and, letters, and make have... art and write you letters Caitlin like, also gave have, me a coupon in my birthday money. card for one free Deadpool. I finished it. Do you want to see it? Yes, I do. Because so this has literally sorry. been like two and a half years ago now. I didn't forget. So I, I mean, don't I'm not it. sitting here just like, I wish Kaylin gave me the Deadpool <laughs> keychain. <laughs> in my resin closet right now because I have a very fluffy cat and that does not work with Minecraft. Well, then you can just you can just send it to me on Snapchat. I will. It's fine because. Yeah. But I did. I finished them. I just haven't like put it on a keychain and a thing. I, I'm going to do that. I'm going to okay, put that on my right. list of shit to do this weekend, and I'm going to mail it to you. I'll about to say you don't even have to mail it to me. Look, just give it to me in three months. Hopefully, we're out of quarantine by then. I'll be getting married if 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 and maybe. I'll say. Yeah, that's true. I yeah. can literally just give you a gift at my wedding. Perfect. Or, you know, you, I mean, that's, I mean, how long is your fucking honeymoon? Your honeymoon's not going to last a week. My honeymoon, we weren't, well, first of all, I'm going on, like, a moon honeymoon next week because um, my brain's dead. Um, but, yeah, we weren't planning on taking our honeymoon until next year anyways because we wanted to plan, like, a RV road trip across the state. Well, say, my my birthday is one week after your wedding. You can just come to my birthday. Come it's fine. <laughs> 
That's true. I don't know. You, I live so far. You know what? You know what it's gonna be. It's my birthday. You know we're gonna be at Tollies. I really want that. I want like and probably just <laughs> nothing else. Honestly, I'm. I miss I'm keen. I don't even need to make like a big spectacle. Yeah. I don't even want to make a big spectacle out of my birthday. Like I'm very That's much true. in like the the Charlie from Always Sunny. Just like I'm gonna sit in this chair. I'm gonna get blackout drunk, and you're all gonna leave me alone. Like and That's of course. I'm at. Right as I told my friends I didn't want to have a like a big blowout for my birthday, they all were like, "Yeah, we'll see how you feel about that on April first when the fucking Leo energy kicks in, and then you're immediately fair. planning your birthday party." And I was like, "Leo's, was Leo's like, for life." Yeah, no, I get it. But all right, well, then I took gonna... a highlighter. I'm highlighting this. Deadpool. She's highlighting it. Deadpool it's official. It's official. Deadpool. There you go. All right, folks, that's going to bring us to the end of this week's Marvin's Room. I want to thank my host, Caitlin Hayes. <laughs> and, well, you know, my co-host, what guest stars. I don't know what I still want to call the people. I guess it's guest stars. I'm technically the only host. I'm looking into getting, a, 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 like, a co-host. It's just hard to find somebody who's available to do shit every single week. Um, I have had a few candidates, obviously. Who knows? Maybe we can do a poll, and that can be part of my Patreon. We can vote between you between can do Kat, polls between Cat Scott and Alexandria Morin, yeah, and then my, once we're out of quarantine, probably Patrick yeah. Eden. I mean, polls polls run my creative brain on Patreon because I have so many ideas and not enough time. So I'm like, hey guys, what do you want to see? Because I want to make all the things. So tell me what to make. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. All right. So yeah, polls. So we'll figure it out. But I want to thank Caitlin. I want to thank Raven thank Smith you, for being thank on you, here. Raven. You know, two, I'm sorry your computer died. Two of my favorite people, and I'm just glad that I got to talk to you all because that's yeah, that's really that's been great. the biggest point of doing this. It's partly because I wanted to do something to replace stand up, but it's mostly this has given me a good opportunity. Obviously, I can always talk to my friends. Like you know, we can always talk to each other. If, like, if you ever want to do this, that's not a, a podcast. Obviously, just hit me up. You know, we can chat. Oh my I god, you I miss you. Me. Did you actually text me? Oh my me? god, or was it snapped? Or did you just snap me? I, I snapped you and Facebook Messenger. Oh, I told you to text me. It's fine. That's true. I do have your number. Um, I'll text. See, it's it's. I'll the... text you, honey. Oh my god, it's fine. Thanks, thanks fine. But it, it's it's a lot of it is you know it's it's a I get to talk to people still but b i i get to bring people together who normally would not really hang out with each other or get to be in circles of like like you know you know raven but i also have friends like like my two co-hosts cat scott oh. and alexandria morin who met as a result of doing this podcast like they didn't really awesome. they had met like once i think at that's Tollies, what art should be because that's where we all meet as as the tallies anymore but people, you know, have been coming together, and it's kind of, I get to, it kind of, it, it, the center of the Venn diagram of my social circles is getting bigger and bigger, so it's fun. Yeah, that, and that, I love that. that. So, I like podcasts because um, you actually get to connect with people. It's not just them yelling at you from one end of a post, you know? Right, exactly. But it'll be... There's my Jerry Springer quote. I'm about to say, it'll, it'll be yelling from one end of a post. Put, we get, put we that get on a Patty Eaton back on here, and we'll be, we'll be, we'll be screaming about all kinds Fair. of nonsense. But I want to thank everybody for watching. Um, all the necessary links will be down in, in, in the bottom. I want to thank my host. And, or I'm the host. I, it's me. Yeah, um, Levi is the host. I'm very I'm tired. I'm very show. tired. And, and, so and tired. I'm, 
It's not even the alcohol. I'm just tired because I worked all day today. Sleep drunk um, is a real drunk. <laughs> Sleep depravity. Big drunk. facts. But I want to thank my my guests, Caitlin and Raven. I want to thank all of you Sorry, for watching. Raven. If you have any suggestions, anything you want me to cover on a future podcast, let or me know. questions. In the comments I can down answer below. your questions. Any questions been... for Caitlin. I will probably go and troll a bunch of Caitlin's eating videos because she can't comment on those videos. I can do whatever I fucking want. No, it's been three please. years. I can do whatever I want. So I'm going to Google troll. that shit. And troll I'm going to be like, I'm going to be like, you know, Americans have never even seen rice before. <laughs> no, they're already confused. It's nerf or nothing. That's um, fair. And I can't do nothing because I signed a contract. So legally. I'm I'm gonna but it's I'm only legally go binding in Korea. So if my IP address is in America, I'm safe, right? This podcast brought to you by NordVPN. <laughs> um but thank you. This has been Marvin Drum and Good night. Bye. Sign off.